Bomkhan and other senior officials from the department will participate in the meeting in her absence. Honorable MC Makamu is unfortunately unable to attend due to other agenda and foreseen commitments. The usual suspect our HOD will, however, meet the, the departmental delegations. I need to, to also record the following colleagues who are in attendance and stakeholders. There is Mr. Rufunom Papuri from Papuri Consulting, from Fitaho Motovats, local municipality, we've got the mayor, Councillor Mamikwa, and then Walter Pal, Pala, the municipal manager, also the former municipal manager of Ephraim Mukhale is in our midst. And then that's Miss Monica Mativela. And then from Ephraim Mukhale, we have uh, the mayor, the MM, and Councillor Mulaudimo. But then there was a list again that was sent to me. Councillor Mulaudimo is the mayor. Uh, Councillor C. Hupat Sidivan is the chief whip. Councillor Rebecca Linton is the ex-co-cooperative services. Councillor Makoma Mutsepe, she's the ex-co-member for budget and treasury. And then Councillor George Makanyan is the councillor for ex-co-infrastructure. And then Councillor Raymond Makola is the ex-co-member planning and economic development. And Councillor Philip Jacobs is the ESCO member for community services. And then Harry Butler is the acting MM. Joseph Madisha, the acting CFO. Lesha Mashile is the director of infrastructure services. Sam Owen is the acting director of planning and economic development. And uh, Mukolo Anemulife is the manager legal services. So that's the massive delegation from Ephraim Mohana. Then I need to welcome all of you to this meeting. You'll recall following the engagement of the 17th of March 2021 with this coconut district and the municipality under its jurisdiction. We then received a correspondence dated 20 March, 2021 from Mpapuri Consulting PTYLTT. The correspondent sought for the committee to provide an opportunity for a right of reply on matters raised in relation to Mpapuri Consulting by Fitahomu Local Municipality. The submission by the municipality is alleged to have been incorrect and non-factual and risk harming the company's reputation 
and those associated with it. Hence, we have convened this meeting so that our proceedings should, be seen, should not be seen doing that. Having considered the issues raised by the correspondent carefully, one thought that it would be only fair that a right of reply should be afforded before we conclude our report. It is therefore critically important and important that our main interest as the portfolio committee is to see a sound and harmonious working relationship between the municipalities and the business community. Without this, it is impossible to facilitate an environment that is conducive to local economic development. For those of you who read the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa, this is provided in Section 152 of the Constitution. When one browses the presentation from Mpapuri Consulting, it also touches on the matter of VBS mutual bank investment, which also came up during the meeting of the 17th of March. Shortly after the session, we also received a correspondence from a former municipal manager of Ephraim Mohale, local municipality. The former municipal manager wish to bring to the attention of this committee that the mayor did not respond truthfully to the committee's questions around the settlement agreement between the and the municipality. Then we also thought it is fair to provide the former municipal manager the opportunity to state a case and for the mayor of Ephraim Mukhale to be given a chance to respond before the committee makes a determination on whether parliament has been misled. Should it be necessary, we'll then explore our options in terms of the legal recourse as provided for in the powers, privileges, and immunities of parliament and provincial legislature act of 2000. And I want to emphasize this, we cannot afford to allow anyone to respect, to disrespect the decorum of parliament with impunity. You will recall colleagues, we know, we know of after 2 a.m. it was almost three. And then some people just deemed it proper that they come here and say whatever, what was devoid from the truth. So hence we are saying as this portfolio committee, we can not afford anyone to disrespect the decorum of parliament with impunity. Maybe then it will send the message to those that still need to appear to take this house seriously. So basically that's the reason why we have to reconvene tonight colleagues. So that before we conclude our, 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 our report, then this clarity is provided. Then this is how we're gonna proceed tonight. 
Uh, we're going to allow Mpapoli Consulting to respond to the issues as raised, which he felt he were, they were misrepresentation. Then we'll allow the local municipality to respond. After that, members will raise questions and then we'll discuss the matter. Then thereafter, the same thing, uh, Mrs. Ma Tivela, the former MM of Ibrahim Mohale, will also raise the issues that she felt they were inaccuracy, we will not tell the truth. Then we'll give the municipality the opportunity to respond. Then we'll discuss the matter. And I just want to again plead with you, colleagues. It depends on you if you want us to again stay beyond 2 a.m. But be mindful of what I've said earlier. Because really, it's just a complete waste of our time. Because when we call you to come to Parliament HOD, we expect the colleagues to be honest with the committee. We are not a police watchdog. Mostly what we do also provide recommendations that will assist the municipality moving forward. But if we have situations we're in, then this committee is misled. I think some people are trying to test us. But nevertheless, let's see how it goes. Having said that, let me welcome you, Minister, together with the DECOM team. I see, I see you've got some senior managers, the DDGs are here also in our midst. So you're welcome. And then I've also then uh, told the colleagues that you need to leave at 20 hours to attend so some other engagement. You are welcome, Minister. Can I then again set the house rules? Can you make sure that all your phones are on silence or they're off? Secondly, I believe none of you is holding this meeting in their bedrooms. That's, the, that's my thinking. Make sure that you mute your video and microphone unless you are recognized by the chairperson to do that. This is broadcasted live in parliament platforms. And then we, we expect you to always put on your, your video as and when you are recognized by the chair to speak. Yes, I know some members of parliament may have connectivity problems, as Honorable Mkalipi has said. The beauty of that the parliament has got a photo they will be able to then display a photo on the on the recordings. But for all of us, where it's possible, let's make sure when we are recognized by the chairperson, we then uh, switch on our videos. Then under the circumstances, uh, Mr. Mpapuri, I will hand over to you. And then you don't have the luxury of time because at some point these meetings are expected to end so that we allow the parliamentary support staff to rest, including the members to rest because tomorrow is another day for the members to do their constituency work. So I'll hand over to you, 
I believe we have observed the proceedings of this of our last session, and then just highlight the critical aspect that you felt some facts were misrepresented. We are mindful of the fact that some of the matters are in courts, but that doesn't prevent Parliament to deal with the matters as long as we don't get into the merits of the case. Over to you, Mr. Mpapuri. Mr. Mpapuri said, There we go. Let's proceed. I can hear you. Can you maybe it's your gadget that volume is low? Can you raise the volume of your gadget? We can hear you still. Deal with the volume of your gadget, please. Is it only me, colleagues, who can hear him? Unmute. You are muted. Just unmute. You mustn't. Yes, try it. Can hear you. I can still hear you. We can hear you. Maybe when you are sorting the issue of the volumes, then we can deal with the MM. Colleagues, can you hear him? Maybe it's only me, but I can hear you. I, we can hear him. All of, all of us who can hear him. Then yes. under the circumstances, then we can move to Fitaho to Ephraim Mohal while he's sorting his gadget. Is Miss Matibela ready? Chairperson, I am ready. Yes. Over to you, ma'am. Thank you, Honorable Chair. May I also thank the Honorable you? Minister? Can we see you? Oh, yes. Mm. Want to see you. Oh. It's very dark where you are. So dark. Let me change sure my that, position. Make sure that you have enough light. Yes. Can you see me well? The dark face of you. That is better. <laughs> thank you, Chairperson. May I take this opportunity and thank you, Chair. You can't see you your forehead. You need to sit properly. Okay. Yes. That's... Mm -hmm. I just want to pass my greetings to the Honorable Minister, the MEC in absentia, my Honorable Mayor, and uh, all in attendance. And thank you, Chairperson Mephi Mutambi. 
also i want to thank you for receiving my my shortest message that i gave uh, where i was not really happy and i also want to appreciate this opportunity and i'm just going to be brief i was watching on tv when the session was on and i listened very carefully when you were asking my mayor uh, what happened whether was there any golden handshake or a settlement signed and then he said no there was no agreement signed i i was surprised but then when you repeatedly asked him are you saying the mm just resigned then he said the mm resigned because he realized she, she realized she did not have a case then i told myself i'm not going to let the matter rest because i believe chair that as leaders we must not be void of truth and integrity and especially uh, relating a matter to the committee of parliament and also on national tv because it also affected my dignity as a person and more so chairperson i did not resign from the beginning of the matter of the vbs i stood because i had to take the consequences now i cannot just wake up early in the morning then resign hence i had to write to you chairperson that can you please hear my cry this it's not just not being economical with the truth it is just a lie because it is the opposite version of what really happened because chairperson we signed a settlement agreement with the municipality after a marathon of engagement which i believe were very much proper now as arriving at the final settlement where we signed i resigned because one of the conditions within that settlement dictated that i must then resign immediately and that's exactly what i did i signed on the 6th chairperson of october and the municipality signed on the 12th on the 19th i personally submitted my resignation to the municipality so it cannot be correct that the honorable mayor will then come and say there was no settlement and also if they say there was no settlement we are in court right now because i took the matter to court that was the only relief that i can have that i can knock at the doors of the court to say we signed an agreement and the agreement is set aside now that was that what i wanted to raise uh, madam chairperson thank you very much thank you miss materiala Mayor of what's your response under the circumstances? Because now the former MM is on record to say you misled this house and she's here. So we want to hear your response to that effect. Oh, thanks, uh, Chairperson. Am I audible? Yes, you are. Oh, thanks very much, Chairperson, and greetings to Honorable Minister and the MEC in absentia and the members of the Portfolio Committee <clears throat> and uh, former MM, Mrs. Matevela. Uh, 
and your good self, uh, Chairperson. Yes, it is true that we met uh, with the Portfolio Committee on the 17th of March on the matter relating to the former MM, <coughs> Mrs. Mativel. <coughs> and I believe, uh, Chairperson, that we tried by all means to explain to the, to the honorable members of the Portfolio Committee on the matter relating to the, uh, the former MM. And the question as uh, arises to the attention of Ephraim Ghal local municipality was, as, as, as indicated by the former MM, if whether they were a golden handshake. So I will take it as a misunderstood of the content of the question from the members of the portfolio committee. Because in our belief as an institution, when I represented them, <clears throat> our belief was that, or in fact, the, the understanding of the question was that if there was any monetary value given to the to the former MM as a golden handshake. Though we, we reported to the, the honorable members of the portfolio committee in your present uh, honorable chairperson, that the process of settlement was there. And uh, as an institution, we were engaging with the former MM through our legal uh, teams. And the way I am saying that we, we, we misinterpreted or misunderstood the content of the question was if whether we, after we, 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 we signed the, 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 the settlement the agreement, we therefore uh, give the former MM a golden shake in the form of a man. Hence, we said in our statement on record that the processes of the processes of settlement were on and later when she resigned, council decided that we do approve, note and approve her resignation. But I will I, apologize on behalf of the municipality on the statement that reads, let, let, let me read from the letter that I received yesterday. The first uh, paragraph it indicates in the Portfolio Committee on Cocktail Meeting of the 17th March 2021. The committee repeatedly asked the municipality if there was a settlement golden handshake agreed to, to the former municipal manager that resigned. The municipality responded that no settlement was agreed to. Hence, I am saying, uh, Honorable Chairperson, that we misunderstood the content of the question. Uh, here, Rena, we perceived as if the question says, did we give the, 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 the former MM money so that she can resign? Hence, when we reported, we said that the processes of uh, settlement was, 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 was ongoing. And as such, the resignation letter came and council noted and approved the resignation letter. That is the long and short of my response on behalf of the of the of the of the of the municipality, but in case there are other questions, I'm having MM and the, the, the manager legal services to assist us. Thank you, Chairperson. MM, former MM, Ms. Matibena, the man having said what he has just said now. 
Do you want to respond? Tivela? Ms. Matibela? Chairperson, thank you very much. What's your I've had... The mayor said no. I have heard the mayor uh, honorable. She's frozen. She's frozen. Ms. Matibena? You have to repeat yourself, Ms. Matibena. We didn't hear anything safe to say. You said you had the mayor. Cut it from I've had, Thank you, Chair. I've had the mayor. I don't have a problem. It will depend what the committee says. But I just want to say, Honorable uh, Chair, the mayor of Ephraim Mughale need to be uh, very truthful and loyal because the same things that he's saying has not been truthful. It is also manifested in the actions of handling the case, which is a matter that we will have to contest it at court in any way. But for now, I'm happy to person. I don't have a problem. Members, that's the response from Ms. Matirela. Is there any member of the committee who want to further ask questions? Colleagues, I see the end of Honorable Kavan Chava. Is that the only end? For now, Honorable Mamkize, Honorable Mpumza as well. Those are the two hands that I can see. Yes. Honorable Priti Kavanchawa, can I give you the platform first? <clears throat> yes, Chair. Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, let me greet our minister and deputy minister, if you all are here, and my colleagues and municipalities and department who are here. I hear what he, the, the former MM, what is saying, Chairperson. <clears throat> the former MM, Lastly, he said, she said, she'll contest the matter in court. Maybe there are something that he, uh, the former MM can tell us about he, what was happening in the municipality when the municipality was invested, investing the 80 million to the Mishwai Bank, which is VPS. Because the way the former MM is, is, is saying things here. It seems like he doesn't, he didn't do anything wrong. But he, you could see that it was 80 million that was messed up 
in the municipality. Maybe you can clarify more and tell us what was happening. Who invested, who invested the money to the mutual bank, which is VPS? So that we can be clear. It seems like we are not clear here. The, 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 the former MM is fighting serious and is telling us that he will contest the issue at court. Can the former MM tell us, because we don't know nothing, he knows everything. He was the one who, are, who was in charge in the municipality. Maybe if he can clarify us what was happening, because we don't know nothing, Chair. Thank you. Maybe we'll continue asking after he clarify everything to us what was happening in this municipality. Because we cannot come here and listen to them with a mayor. In the court, which means he she didn't do anything wrong, according to her. Can they, if he can clarify us, so that will understand all of us? Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Honorable. Uh, can I hand over to can I hand over to can I hand over to Honorable Pumzang? Honorable Pumzang. Uh, uh, thanks, Chairperson and uh, Honorable Members, and uh, good evening to all leadership present in this portfolio committee meeting. Uh, Chair, the code of conduct is outlined in the local government law for councillors. It's very explicit uh, to councillors to be wary of uh, putting a municipality into disrepute and as well as denting the integrity of the institution. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, the mayor is very aware of that. At what stage did the mayor recognize that uh, they mis and he specifically misunderstood the content of the question raised by this portfolio committee? Uh, that he actually misled the committee to say that there were no negotiations. When did he recognize that? Is he recognizing it now when the issue is sharply raised by the former municipal manager? Or did he recognize it then that they had actually misled this particular committee by saying that there were no negotiations and now he's agreeing that there were negotiations? And uh, is he aware of the fact that uh, what he had said to this committee was actually misleading because it's not a correct information. And then that you would not run away with this uh, forever. What is it saying now that he is saying they misunderstood the content of the question? Why have they not asked the clarity so that whenever they will be responding to questions raised by members of the committee, 
they would always be appropriate uh, in giving appropriate answers. Thanks, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Bumzang. I think those were the two ends. Can we allow the MM to respond to the, the former MM to respond to the questions as raised by Honorable Pritika uh, Vanchava? And then the mayor will respond to the questions as raised by Honorable Bumza. In that order. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Chairperson. Um, I'm going to be to try and be very short, but give at least information that will make the committee to understand. We invested 80 million with VBS in 2017. And the report by Lakite which was um, appointed by the municipality, explicit, because it also gives details, which I was also not aware when I was still a municipal manager until I received that report, which the council is in possession of the report. The report details that in terms of the procedure, the procedure, the, the investment policy of the municipality at that point said the municipality, the CFO in particular, will outsource three quotations. And then from there, she will decide which bank she's going to invest in terms of the interest rate. That is what happened. The three quotations were outsourced. And then a report was brought to me to say uh, amongst the three, it is VPS that is giving municipality 9.15% at that point. And we were not aware, or I must just say, I was not aware at that point that uh, VPS was a commercial bank that we supposed not to invest in. And at that point, Chairperson, our investment policy had some gray areas uh, which had to point us in terms of being aware that the VPS, we were supposed not to invest there. What happened to a person is, I wrote a letter to our primary bank, which is FNB, as a matter of procedure to say, the municipality is going to invest 80 million. Can you release the 80 million to VPS? The procedure dictates that you do that so that FNB will also do their internal control to ensure that the money goes where it's supposed to go. Now, the report that I am directing you, Chairperson of Lucky Take so then brings a point that that letter was not submitted to FNB. In the finance department, the letter was, was withdrawn and I was not aware. Then the 80 million was released to VPS through the pressing of a button of a laptop in the offices, which we did not have at that point, the delegation of powers that you can invest 80 million just by the pressing of a laptop button. And that information, I only saw it when I received the report when I was to attend the DC. Now, from that, I don't know what really happened. And the report also. It, 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 it shows where the mayor, 
was persist persistently telling the CFO to invest. That point, I did not know. I was not even aware of it until we hear it from the report. Now, that was that. The money was invested, and then I was suspended. Fine. I went okay. to the DC. MM, former MM. Ma. Can we understand? Is it, is it the current mayor or somebody else? The mayor who's no. here was. Yeah. The former is mayor. The current mayor or... No, the former mayor, Mepela Kupa. What's the name of the former mayor? Bela Kupa. Okay. Okay, proceed. Yes. So that was that. I was suspended and I went through the DC. After the DC, the ruling, then they said they are going to uh, contest the ruling. That was fine because I, I could not say anything. What was the ruling? Can you the ruling was, mm. yes, sir. the ruling was, that the MM must, must be suspended for three months without pay and must also go through financial management to sharpen her skill. And that was the ruling, or that is the ruling okay. that, that was the ruling that the municipality took it for review, for court review. Who were the people appointed to deal with your DC before you proceed? Uh, it was Lucky Tekiso, who yes, was the yes, presiding, yes. presiding officer. And then no, no, evidence, no, then, no, no the, the, the presiding officer was uh, advocate uh, from one. Okay. And then, then Lucky Tekiso, the evidence leader. Yes. Okay. Proceed then. The municipality then, said they were going to contest. That's where you were when I interjected. The then the matter, the matter was subjected to a court review. And then I was still on full pay. Mm. And then until they said, let us start a settlement agreement uh, discussions, which we agreed. So until is then, the municipality, is the municipality that approached you for a settlement negotiation, or is it you that approached the municipality? During the ruling, we indicated in our letter that we are open for a settlement. Okay. And then it was it was not taken into consideration. Fine. And then at some point, the municipality approached us, and then we said. We are open that the matter can be rest to rest amicably. Then the matter, even now, Chair, is just before the courts. Why is the matter before the courts if there was an undertaking from both parties that you all want to settle? Number one, Chair, I took the municipality to court on the basis that they have set aside the, the, the agreement which necessitated my resignation. In other words, they were not faithful with me. They led me into resigning. So they opposed it. And then they took, they made an application to court that they are setting aside the agreement. We are opposing it. 
And the fifth one is the summons on recovery. That is the fifth one. We've got five issues before the court. The summons is on the recovery of the 80 million. What is the summons? Yes. The summons, they are for the recovery of the 87 million. Mm. Yes. Mm. But, Chair, let me raise a matter also, which I need to raise it. On the 14th of November, before I was suspended, I wrote a letter to the curator. That is the municipality. 14th of November when? MM? 14th of November when? 2018. 2019. 2018. 2018. Just before I was suspended. So I wrote to the curator that we need our money. Now, after suspension, Mr. Lukula, who was the director of corporate services, continued, they appointed Mohale Atenis to pursue the matter before the court. Now, Chaperson, I'm raising it because it pains me. The High Court of Bulukwani issued a letter that the municipality need to be aware that they are claiming has been regarded as lawful. And from number 600 and something to number 17. In other words, it needed a follow-up so that money from VPS should be paid in. We are all aware that uh, money from VPS will be paid firstly from individuals and burial societies. But when the claim is lawful before the courts, it gives hope that the money will come back. Now, I don't know, Chair, because now I was outside. I don't know. I'm raising it in relation to the summons. Chair. And I'm not, and I'm not disputing the municipality to continue Wait, with their summons. I'm going to have noted you, Honorable will You will come. Allow it to finish. Proceed. Yes, no, that one, I'm, 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 I'm just resting it there that we need to be careful and be aware that there is this lawful claim at the High Court of Polokwan, which I believe that when we pursue it, the money from VPS can be recovered. I don't know how much. And in that letter, it states the 87 million that the municipality is issuing summons for me of the 87 million. Thank you, Chairperson. And you want to follow up, Honorable Pratin Chava? Over to you. Yes, Chair. Chairperson, uh, my follow up is that, Chair, I think this issue, it cannot be finished today. Why I'm saying that, Chair? Because he, the MM stated clear that my, the mayor that she's talking about, she's not here also. He's not here or she's not here also. Which means we are talking with a, 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 a MM, with a mayor that he don't know the MM. Because even the people that he, he was uh, 
mentioned that they were in the disciplinary committee. I, I, I suspect they are not here also, which means we will be, we need to go back and call uh, the former mayor and the mayor and the, this one uh, uh, disciplinary committee to come also here with this MM. And because the, 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 the current mayor, it shows that he, I, maybe I suspect he doesn't know nothing about this MM because he was not there. He, she said she was with the uh, former mayor. So I'm saying this chair because the, uh, the former MM, she did not mention the 2018, 18 December, when, he, when she was suspended with full pay. She was suspended with full pay. And now she talk about the 14 November um, where he was uh, instructed that he would pay it for three months. He doesn't say anything about the 2018 December where he was suspended with full pay. Also, Chair, I have a problem if we continue with this MM without the former mayor and, 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 the, and the, the disciplinary people who were disciplining the, 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 uh, the, the former MM. Thank you, Chairperson. I hear your concern, but the issue was around uh, setting the record straight. And I don't think we're at that stage where we can open up the matter, Honorable Putin. And then, but then, if the mayor, former mayor, then has got the right to raise issues as yes, then we can allow that. But the fact remains that uh, it's the former mayor, and I don't think it will be who, who there's an allegation that the former mayor this is what he said, and these are the matters that have been vindicated in court, Mam Kize. That is the former mayor who was persistently persuading the CFO to invest in VBS. But I don't think that was the objective of today's meeting. We just wanted to allow to hear the circumstances where in the settlement was made because this is the matter that she contested to say the, the mayor didn't tell the truth. There's been a settlement agreement initiated by both parties. Then that way in the municipality later renegade from the agreements, hence she has taken the matter to court. That's the clarity. But then you further proved because I allowed your question based on the fact that you wanted to understand what were the circumstances around the settlement agreement that I believe she has adequately answered to say there was a DC, the DC made a finding that she must be suspended for three months, but I will allow her to clarify that the three months suspension is the one that happened in December, and then also she must attend a financial training management program, something like that. That's the clarity because this meeting is happening at the insistence of the former MM, and it's on record that the former mayor has been relinquished from her responsibility by virtue of her failing to exercise oversight, though there are issues that the 
former MM is raising that the former mayor was actually the person responsible who then uh, consistently told the former CFO to invest in VBS. But that was not the matter. The issue was around the settlement agreement. But the other issue, because this other question of you was related, for us to prolong the matter, I don't think that won't assist anyway. Because the issue was, we know that the mayor was finally relieved because the mere fact that she was removed, it means she had an end on this. Now the issue is the ones that the MM is contesting. Nevertheless, let me allow Honorable Cornevald to come to the picture because we can't keep on opening these matters that is one another way. The issue here was around the accuracy provided to us when we were dealing with the matters last month. Honorable Cornevald. Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, yes, I'll be quick, but unfortunately, the only the uh, previous uh, municipal manager will be able to answer this question. It relates in terms of your local government um, municipal acts. Um, first, if you can look at the Systems Act, or um, it states on 50 of Section 55, uh, subsection 2, it says that as accounting officer of the municipality, the municipal manager is responsible and accountable for all income expenditure of the municipality all asset and discharge of all liabilities of the municipality and proper and diligent compliance with the Municipal Finance Management Act. And yet the municipal manager says that she did not know that a bank of a municipality cannot invest in a mutual bank. Um, I want clarity from her um, if she actually read the MFMA to make sure if that is the case. And secondly, um, if you go further on in the Systems Act, it says that when a municipal manager gives advice to, to a mayor, and the mayors just do not accept the advice and goes forward and um, goes on with things that she shouldn't be doing. Um, in such a stage, the municipal manager must, in writing, write to the uh, mayor as well as the council what is happening and what her advice was and that she do not agree with what is going on. So the question to the previous or, uh, municipal manager would be, as soon as she found out <clears throat> in terms of the report, and all of those stuff of the investment in a mutual bank, did she write a letter to council as well as the mayor to explain as viewpoints of the investment of the mutual bank um, named VBS? And if so, did she also alluded that she did not have anything to do with it? And if so, um, if there is a letter like that, can she then just provide it to us as well? But that will be from my side. Thank you, Jay. Over to you, MM. Can you respond to the questions as raised? Thank you, Chairperson. The first question that did I advise the Honorable Mayor then? I did not because I was not aware that there was the actions uh, or the interactions with the CFO. I think I, I explained it that I was not aware. I only learned of it in the report. And the other one that I was Miss Matibela, you you are frozen. Miss Matibela, we can hear you. Miss Matibela. 
Miss Matimela, we can't hear you. I think I'll have to let her stand off for quite for some time until the network is resolved. You will indicate to us, Ms. Matibela, on the chat group when you are back. You can't even make a follow-up question, Honorable Kaiser, when she's not here. It will be tantamount to you speaking to yourself. We can then leave this matter for now. She will indicate when she's back. Then we can proceed. Can I check with Mr. Mpapuri? Are you now ready? Mr. Mpapuri, sir? Uh, yes, can you hear me now? Yes. Now okay. you can proceed. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Firstly, I I thank uh, um, the portfolio committee for affording me this opportunity, and also um, I do appreciate uh, the presence of the minister, uh, and I do greet uh, everyone, including the mayor towards the municipality and the MM. Um, uh, Use, okay, I'll go straight to the point. Um, there is information that was presented by the municipality on the 17th, which I found to be incorrect and non-factual. And I felt that actually, if it doesn't get responded to, it will cause harm to me as a person and my company. Um, the municipality on the 17th, they, they stated that I claimed for work not done. And that the claim submitted, okay, the claim that I submitted in 2017 was for professional services rendered, accepted and certified by ESCOM. It was for nine villages. Uh, previously, there are 26 villages that uh, same similar services were rendered and the municipality did pay. That claim is now more than 40 months without receiving payment from the municipality and without receiving any reasons for not making the payment to Mpapuri Consulting. Also, um, the municipality misled parliament on the 17th uh, of March 2021 by stating that the SIU found that I overstated my claims for payment in the Operation Mabone program. This is a, unfortunately a narrative that goes against uh, the decisions of the court. If the court has decided, has uh, uh, granted an order, and there was an appeal made to the Supreme Court and uh, a judgment was made, it, is, uh, it cannot be correct for the municipality to ignore the judgment, you know. Uh, so I feel actually uh, it is incorrect for them to be uh, stating things that uh, are not correct because in South Africa, uh, uh, you know, decisions of the courts are, are supposed to be binding. And it is unfortunate that uh, the municipality 
went to the SIU and complained about things that were decided by the Supreme Court and the Pulukwane High Court, uh, you know, because actually the correct way is to appeal a judgment if one is not happy with, you know. Unfortunately, in this case, the SIU ended up taking that. That's why in their uh, report they do captured these allegations that uh, the municipality presented to them, which I think it is quite unfortunate. Also, the municipality misled parliament on the 17th of March by stating that the SIU is pursuing the recovery of 76 million from public consulting. Whilst it is true that the SIU issued such summons, uh, the municipality in the same matter, they have not even discovered documents. Uh, myself and the municipal and the SIU we discovered our documents. I think it is way back 2018 or 2019. Uh, recently, last year, we got a. I applied for a. Um, I got a, an order from the court compelling the municipality to discover documents as a way of expediting the matter because it has been pending for a long time they still have not discovered documents. And uh, we gave them an extension to the 26th of February. They still have not. So now we're proceeding with an application to strike them from the case that the SIU brought. In the case that was brought, the SIU is the plaintiff, myself, I'm the first defendant, and uh, uh, the municipality is the second defendant. What I've discovered uh, uh, through uh, an affidavit uh, presented by the municipality is that... uh, it appears to be a game that they are playing in the affidavit that was uh, captured in one matter, because you find that uh, when we're busy with this case, which they brought to court, the municipality at the same time, sorry, the SIU at the same time, they've uh, recommended to the municipality to proceed with uh, getting ESCOM and other parties to do the work. Yet at the same time, we are in court for them (laughs) where they are trying to get the contract to be set aside, which appears actually not to be uh, making sense on what is, they appear to be prejudging the matter. Um, What is also regrettable is that, uh, 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 Madam Chairperson, um, in my letter when I sent to you requesting for an opportunity, I had copied the SIU, it was my wish that maybe they will be uh, here in attendance also. Uh, unfortunately, they are not. I find that actually the conduct of uh, the SIU in this matter, uh, it appears that they are going against the Section 165 of the Constitution where the decisions of the court are supposed to be uh, binding. Um, Operation Mabwane program, uh, as it stands, you find that it is a program, it was a pilot project which was approved by National Treasury in May 2013, and it was uh, 99% funded by the Department of Energy. And it had undergone a due diligence process, including support from ESCOM. These processes are the ones that formed the basis for the Operation Mawane's contract agreement. If I may go to the background of the municipality, you find that actually since I started uh, uh, with the municipality in 2011, I'm now on the fifth uh, uh, mayor. 
the accounting officer, Mr. Waterpala, is number 12 since I started. The chief financial officer, Mr. Mahata, is number nine. Uh, the directors of technical, I think the current one, Renelo and Trupu, I think she's number eight since I started. I'm just mentioning this as a background because the institutional memory of the project appears to have been lost completely. And if I may go to uh, the due diligence uh, that uh, took place here, you find that uh, the leadership of the municipality, the mayor, chief whip, uh, the senior uh, leaders, we went to Treasury in April 2013 to make a presentation to get Treasury to come on board in providing uh, the pledging approval. Treasury issued a circular in 2010 called the uh, pledging of conditional grants, which allowed for future allocations to be incorporated into the contract. So from this presentation, uh, Treasury directed that we must get ESCOM support. And then later on, once we have got that, we Treasury was able to issue uh, an approval in May 2013. Also, Treasury, um, in the approval, they insisted that actually there should be a project steering committee to be chaired by the Department of Energy. And that committee was the one supposed to uh, recommend payments and also, and also meet on a monthly basis. Um, unfortunately, uh, when the fifth municipal manager since I started, Mr. Joe Mushala, came on board, uh, he disbanded uh, that uh, steering committee and brought in MISA, which ended up creating a lot of uh, confusion because the sponsor of the project was the Department of Energy. Um, also, um, okay, if I may touch on the bridges that I've crossed uh, since uh, 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 I got involved with the municipality. And on the, um, in September uh, 2014, I, I came across a submission to council, to the municipal council for the cancellation of my contract. I managed to make a rebuttal because it was for, I just came across it by chance. I made a rebuttal and that thing actually, it ended up not uh, being ad adopted. And then, um, uh, um, okay, the SIU proclamation was made in August 2014. In October 2014, uh, the Minister of Finance advised the Mayor, Mr. Mamekwa, on the background of the SIU proclamations on what the challenges were, and also that actually once a municipal manager is appointed, that Operation Mavone must... Uh, uh, must uh, be supported. Uh, again, there was some alleged illegality that one of the managers in the municipality said that the contract was illegal, but we managed to overcome that. I'm raising these obstacles because later on, it appears this thing of bringing SIU was just another attempt again to try to dislodge me from the project, which is quite unfortunate. Uh, if I may also just actually uh, go to uh, disputes and litigations. Sometime in December 2015, there was a narrative that I've uh, overclaimed and so on, which uh, was without basis. But what happened was that there was an agreement to do verification. And from that verification, there was a, an assessment that showed that I had underclaimed by close to 30 million. Um, and then actually uh, there, there was um, in August uh, um, 2016, 
Um, there was uh, delayed payments and, uh, and also this narrative that will come up. And then uh, I proposed to the municipality that uh, uh, we should allow either somebody from national treasury or ESCOM or provincial treasury or local government to be a single mediator for the issues because I didn't look at it as a as serious issues. I felt that actually any objective person can have those things actually uh, you know, resolved. And then September 2016, there was a new council that came in and the mayor, the new mayor, Mayor Pokane, was on radio, local community radio, mentioning that this project is too big to be done by Mpapuri, which I found to be quite unfortunate. I did call him and he confirmed that he did say that. And also there were delayed payments, which ended up the mediation request did not materialize. And then um, there was uh, no option. We had to end up going to court. And uh, I was successful where the Pulukwane High Court looked uh, favorably at the application that I had bought. And then there was a judgment for a payment. I think it was for close to about 41 million. And then on the, the same day that there was a, 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 a judgment for to, you know, where the stay of execution was uh, dismissed, the municipalities council took a resolution to conduct a forensic investigation on the company. Um, January, uh, okay, I'll try to skip some of the things here, but you, uh, you found that actually in, um, uh, okay, in January, there was a, received a notification that they're canceling a portion of the contract because they don't have enough money. Uh, when the president of the Republic then in January came to Tuvase, I had an opportunity of meeting him and I did share my experience uh, that I do not understand why there's a lack of uh, uh, support for the project, especially when it is making a huge impact on the, you know, for the benefit of uh, the rural households. Um, Requests for meeting with the municipality, uh, we requested a meeting. Instead of going back to court, we felt that we should have this thing actually uh, resolved, you know. Uh, we met, uh, we requested in February, they agreed on the 8th of March, uh, and we uh, made a proposal which showed that actually how we want to go forward and have the projects completed. That was on the 8th of March and the 9th of March, there was a Supreme Court judgment. And uh, we now know from the SIU report that the municipality met with the SIU on the 10th. So a day after the Supreme Court judgment, they went to the SIU. Um, when the SIU came with their notice, that was on the 6th, less than 30 days from meeting with the municipality. Uh, from the... Uh, from the... Um, Notices from the SIU, what worried us was that actually uh, we did not even know what the allegations that they're investigating. They just wanted information from uh, uh, my company. They even went to my to my auditor. They went to, I would meet people and they will tell me that, hey, SIU, we're here. I approached the head of the SIU to say that, hey, man, at least let me be advised on what are the allegations in order for me to assist, you know. Because actually there was no allegations of impropriety on the project itself. And then uh, also we shared with SIU the previous information, like the judgments that were there and also the current mediation efforts that we're having together with the municipality. 
The municipality put in April 2017, they put an advertorial in the local newspaper, which was quite defamatory. They were alleging that we disrupted council and couldn't understand why they would put that. But it ended up, we saw it as a way in which they were trying to poison the community against uh, the company, of which we had a very good relationship with the community. Uh, and then actually, uh, because of this confusion of SIU and so on, I, I reached out to the municipal manager then, Mr. Joe Mushala, on the 7th of May, and I requested him that, hey, man, shouldn't we meet so that we get this thing, you know, to have a good story, you know, to have the project finished for the benefit of the communities. He requested me to make a formal uh, uh, presentation through my lawyers, which we did. We submitted on the 9th of June, 2017. Uh, the municipality never uh, responded to that. Where we were saying that we want to finish all villages before the end of December, 2017, and that they can pay us later on once we're finished, because it appeared that actually this thing of interim payments was creating, uh, I guess maybe when payments are made, maybe it was triggering some other things. So what, as a way of bringing closure to everything, we offered that, hey, let us finish the project, you'll get us paid, uh, you'll pay us actually on completion. Uh, the municipality never responded, and their lawyer just confirmed that he has uh, forwarded our proposal to to uh, the municipality. Um, and then actually I put this slide of uh, investments to VBS uh, there. I came across it from the report of, of uh, uh, BDO. And uh, I, I, I just realized that in 2017, when uh, uh, SIU were busy with myself and there was, uh, you know, um, most monies were being invested uh, in VBS and it was, um, <laughs> It is a lost opportunity. Uh, we could have got the job done. Um, for communities to be without electricity, there are some projects that needed just one or two weeks worth of work uh, to be done. And uh, for three years later, for the same community not to be not to be energized, not to be having electricity, I find it to be quite unfortunate and uh, uh, I do not, I'm struggling to understand why the leadership uh, in the area would allow such a scenario to happen. And you must remember when projects don't get finished, some get vandalized and that will lead to, um, uh, you know, more resources being wasted, you know. So um, if I may um, uh, go to, uh, uh, we, I approached uh, in June 2017 20, uh, uh, when I realized uh, what was uh, happening, the angle that the SIU were coming at, and also the information which I found that actually it was too personal, like this thing of going to my auditors and so on, and also not knowing what they were investigating. I approached the public protector. Unfortunately, five days after I submitted the information, she responded that she cannot get involved. Uh, and uh, from the SIU interview held on the 1st of August 2017, it was then that one person, uh, the, I think it is Johnny Leroux in SIU, mentioned that, uh, in fact, they are investigating me because the municipality approached them uh, on the 10th of March, uh, you know. That concerned us, uh, 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 you know, such that later on in September, we made a submission to the Minister of Justice and Correctional Services. 
um, where we're saying that, uh, uh, you know, this appears to be a way of uh, <laughs> teaching other service providers that actually they mustn't go to court because if they do, then they'll be punished, you know. That is how we put it to, to the minister. There was no response except the acknowledgement. We also made a submission to the chairperson of the Portfolio Committee on Justice and Correctional Services, just showing uh, the way the SIU had conducted themselves there. Um, before the portfolio could even respond, um, uh, there was these summons that were issued, which was, uh, you must remember, the summons were issued uh, in October 2017. The report of uh, the SIU I only got it in December 2020, three years later, uh, which, uh, and I got it through PIA from the office of the president, uh, and the president received it uh, in September 2019. Um, also, uh, in April 2018, I made a submission to uh, the president of the republic where I was uh, expressing concern that uh, the community of Tuvase are without electricity and there's this thing of the SIU. And I was requesting his audience. Uh, he responded a month later and uh, referred me to the minister of Cocta. Um, and then I received a response from the minister of Cocta. Then uh, there were two responses, one in March and one in April, uh, just indicating that actually uh, we should meet or they are looking at it, but uh, nothing came out of it. I also made a submission to the Speaker of Parliament in July 2019, in which I was saying that this submission that we made to the Portfolio Committee uh, of Justice, and there was no response. Uh, we didn't get a, a response on that. And then there was a submission to the SIU head and SCOPA that I made in September 2019, in which I was saying that uh, it is a, a it is a waste of uh, public resources for them, for the SIU to have uh, recommended to the municipality to proceed with uh, appointing other parties when the contract is still valid and uh, it is still in court. <laughs> yeah, we're just highlighting, there are some several exchanges that I have made a submission on. Um, yeah, so, um, that is in brief. The conclusions uh, that I wish to um, um, bring to your attention is that uh, uh, when Operation Mabone, uh, okay, Operation Mabone was a strategy that was adopted by the municipality as a turnaround strategy to accelerate the delivery of electricity for the benefit of the communities, in addition to supporting other objectives and goals of the National Development Plan. Also, Operation Wabone program was approved by the National Treasury Department in May 2013 and was 99% funded by the Department of Energy. The municipality only had to, to contribute 1% of, the, of, of um, the, the capital project. Um, the claim submitted in 2017 was for professional services rendered, accepted and certified by ESCOM as per the conditions of the contract. Uh, even if the municipality was to take another year to try to come up with reasons, the mere fact that ESCOM approved uh, the designs, I know that in the, in the papers, the municipality was saying that, no, the designs were accepted but not approved, and we had to end up 
quoting from the Oxford Dictionary that approved means uh, as, uh, accepted, you know. So it was quite unfortunate to see the kind of games that are being played. And for there to be 40 months uh, without uh, being paid and the interest that are accruing there and the legal costs, it is quite unfortunate. And, uh, you know, where you find that although government calls for payment to be made within 30 days, <laughs> government is not uh, adhering to what it is calling for, which is quite unfortunate. Uh, I did, uh, I'm going to quote uh, a paragraph that uh, I, you know, I, I, I <laughs> It is from some email I exchanged with the head of the SIU. He rejected it and condemned it, but I showed him why it shouldn't be rejected and so on. Uh, he did not come back to me. I said, I remain flabbergasted on how the SIU, with its gargantuan investigation powers, allowed itself to be used or abused to pursue agendas and to circumvent the decisions of the Pulukwane High Court and the Supreme Court of Appeal of South Africa, which had ruled in favor of Mpapuri Consulting. And I believe that without the involvement of the SIU, more than 14,000 households in the Fitahomu Tuvatse municipality would have realized access to the, to the electricity services not later than December 2017. The period that the SIU was conducting unlawful investigations on Mpapuri Consulting and playing an advisory body to the municipality is the same period that the municipality was investing monies to VBS. I understand the, mun the municipality lost more than 240 million when VBS collapsed. Um, uh, there's something also that uh, 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 Treasury stated when they approved the project, they said that uh, we further wish to state that the Department of Energy will establish a project steering committee in order to oversee the implementation of the project. The PSC will assess progress of the project on a monthly basis and will recommend payments to service providers. The PSC will be seen as a duly constituted committee which aims to ensure that the successful implementation of the project and that the value for money is achieved. This is an extract from the letter of approval by Treasury. They were quite visionary. It's a pity that the municipality ended up disbanding this PSC. I guess it happened because of the high turnover of municipal managers and the leadership in the municipality such that the institutional memory ended up being lost. Um, the high turnover, um, uh, okay, from 2013 to 2020, there were 12 accounting officers, five mayors, nine CFOs. Um, I'm glad that uh, Mayor Mamekwa is, uh, is here amongst us because uh, he's the one who launched the project, you know, and he has a very uh, clear background. He even knows the background of uh, the original proclamation made by the president for the SIU. When he assumed a new role again in 2019, I hope that there'll be some sanity prevailing because uh, uh, you know he knows the background. Uh, for at the moment, you find that uh, the SIU uh, uh, and the municipality they are claiming that actually the whole contract is uh, illegal, uh, and unfortunately, it is me who's pushing for this matter to be heard in court. The past 18, 20 months. It is me uh, recently, uh, I think it was uh, in January, I had to write a letter to the head of the SIU and copied the president, uh, you know, insisting that, hey, you don't even, you are, 
You are purporting to claim 70 million from me. You don't have a preservation order and you don't want to go to court. We are now more than three years from 2017. Uh, you know, but some, anyway, after that letter, uh, at least they ended up being, uh, we had a pre-trial uh, on the 11th of February. And hopefully, uh, you know, this matter will end up actually being concluded uh, uh, soon. Um, in brief, that is uh, uh, my presentation. I've tried to be as uh, brief as possible. I'm available to answer uh, any question without, uh, I won't be saying subjudicate or anything. Uh, Madam Chairperson. Thank you for that presentation. Thank you so much. Colleagues, that's the clarity that um, Mr. Mpapuli wanted to provide to this committee. Uh, because as we proceeded on the 17th of April, he indicated to us that there were certain things on national television that were said that had a, a potential of harming his company's reputation and those associated with it. And then in his submission, also indicated that some of the things that were raised have been incorrect and non-factual. So can I see, can I allow the municipality to respond to the issues that are at hand? We are mindful of the fact that some of the matters, as you said, they are subjudicated without the municipality getting into the merits, but there's the issues that Mr. Mpapuli has raised has been incorrect and non-factual. That has got the potential of harming his company's reputation and those associated with it. Can I hand over to the mayor and the team? Mayor of Ephraim Mohammed. Over to you. The mayor, oh, sorry, my apologies, the mayor of Fitahum, Tobatsi, local. My apologies. Thank you, uh, Honorable Chairperson. We can't see you, Majoro. We can't see you. We need to sit properly. Yes, so that we are able to see you. There's no light that you can put on them. A light.
That's dark. Right in your face. The background is lighter, but you can't see you, Colin. That's the shade of you that you can see. No, thank you, uh, Honorable Chairperson, and good evening to the Honorable Minister, Deputy Minister, and the MEC in absentia. Honorable members of the Portfolio Committee and all uh, present in this. I will allow you to switch off the video because you seem to have network challenges. Can you switch off the video and complete, Mayor? Switch off the video. Okay. But this. An awkward noise. Are you using two gadgets at the same time? The one is making an echo on the other? Or the people around you are also having their gadgets on? Are you alone in that facility where you are? I'm alone, 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 alone. No one else. Do you have two gadgets that are on? Because there's a terrible echo. Try to respond. Maybe we'll be able to hear you. Um, that's better. Is it better now? Yes. All right. Thank you, uh, Chairperson. As I've already uh, made my greetings to all the members of the Portfolio Committee, the Honorable Minister. Um, thank you for uh, affording us this opportunity to uh, respond to the concern raised by uh, Mr. Mpapudi. I am here with the municipal manager and the CFO. I will uh, take you through our introductory response to uh, this matter. And uh, with your permission, allow the MMM, the CFO, uh, to go through the entire responses that we have compiled. We were invited to make a presentation to the portfolio committee on the status of the municipality on the 17th March 2021. We complied and expressed our presentation on the state of the municipality to the portfolio committee. Subsequently, to our presentation, a correspondence dated 14 April 2021 was addressed to us by the Secretary of the Portfolio Committee that our presentation, in particular on item 5.2, titled Media Issues, is according to Mr. Mpapuri, um, Papuli Consulting, 
was incorrect and non-factual. We must mention that. We referred a correspondence to the Secretary of the Portfolio Committee on Friday, 19 April 2021, indicating our concern that we are constrained to deal with the response with specific specifics as the correspondence from the complaint has not been finished to us, which was subsequently uh, given to us uh, on a later stage on the 19th April. We shall, however, deal with the portfolio committee's correspondence to the extent that we could be receiving our rights to address issues raised due to the fact that those matters are in the hands of the court. We further have to submit that our not dealing with specific issues raised, which are construed to be non-factual and incorrect, should not be interpreted to be admission of the allegations, but is a consequence of dealing with subjudicate matters. Now, Honorable Chairperson, it is worth mentioning that we reiterate our presentation of item five of that the presentation, in particular item 5.2, which deals with the complainant and authenticate the submissions thereof. We therefore wish to submit with utmost respect that the allegations that our presentation is non-factual and incorrect leaves an iman imaginable bad taste to which we frown as an institution inevitably insinuates that we misled the portfolio committee. We can only substantiate our presentation that it is correct and factual and provide the portfolio committee with the update in as far as the ruling of the 24th of March, 2021 is concerned. I am saying this background, honorable chairperson, and for, with your permission, allow the municipal manager and the CFO to go into the issues of Operation Mabone as outlined in our response, if you may allow uh, Honorable Chairperson, uh, the MM to go uh, through the response. Major, before I allow them, here in this committee, we are mindful about the subjudicial rule, but with us, as I said earlier, 
could have listened to me. I said, as the committee, we are not going to pronounce in the merits of the case. Hey, Uma Joro must mute. But we are sitting there. Is Pala is not the mayor? Is NW Pala? I've not even recognized him. He's already put his microphone on. I don't know why. I was still saying, as I said in my opening remarks, we are not going to pronounce on the merits of the case, but we are seated with the matter before us, as I said, that there's a potential of the municipality having provided the committee with false or untrue information. The reason why we have called you today is based on the complaint by Mr. Mpapuli, who said the information the municipality provided to us on the 17th of March was incorrect and non-factual. And it has the potential of harming his company's reputation, including those associated with it. And I also said that we are mindful of that rule, but it doesn't apply to us when we are to do our oversight role. Hence, we are saying we're not going to pronounce on any merits of the case. That's why on the other side, you had me on the other matter of Ibrahim Khale calling my fellow colleague to order because I realized she was getting into the merits of the case. That's why you had me making that ruling. But I think I need to, a friend again, remind you if you have not read section 72, 17.2D of the powers, privileges, and immunities of parliament and provincial legislature act. I had thought he had listened to me when I was making my introductory remarks. Section 17, 17.2D of the powers, privileges, and immunities of Parliament and Provincial Legislature Act provides that it is a crime to produce or false or untrue information if it was done with the intent to deceive the house or the committee. That's why we are bringing you here so that we are able to assess that, that whatever you have done on the 17th of March, there was no intention to deceive this parliamentary committee. And then this is our, ourselves as a committee, we have a burden of proof to prove that such intent was present. We could have done that based on what uh, Mr. Mpapuli submitted, but we said, no, 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 no. Let's give the municipality an opportunity to respond as long as we won't be dealing with the merits of the case. So that's why today, a honorable mayor, 
we have called you again so that we can then have this discussion with you. We had the options. We could have then seeking, we could have even have sought a, a criminal charges against you. But then we have got a duty. That's why what we're doing today to then inform you and to make you aware of the seriousness of the matter and its criminal implications. So that's why we've called you, so that you clear the matter, so that then we don't have to move that way. So don't hide behind the subject, Carol. We're not going to deal with the merits, but then there are these issues that Mr. Mpapuri has put it to you, that some of the information that you provided to us on the 17th of March has been incorrect and non-factual. And I'm glad when you are saying now, I had to deal with your preamble, because at the end of the day, now you are saying the CFO and the MM must then address those issues that Mr. Mpapuri has said they're incorrect and non-factual. So I wanted you to, because that preamble is, is, the, is the brief that you're given, Mayor. It's unfounded. But I should understand the reason why you're allowing the MM and the CFO to proceed. It's based on those issues that you, Mr. Mpapuli has managed to raise those incorrect and non-factual, non-factual matters that he has referred to. And then he has also said, you are the person who launched this project. He's equally surprised now that there are these things that you seem not to know. What were you launching? But I don't want to ask that. I think the members, the other colleagues will have to deal with that. So that's the clarity that I wanted to put to you, Mayor. And then I should believe the MM and the CFO will have to respond because you have handed over to them to respond to those matters that Mr. Papole said they are non-factual and they're incorrect. Mayor, I would love you to come back after I've explained that before I hand over to the two officials. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. I have heard everything that the chairperson has uh, indicated, and uh, we will not come to the portfolio committee or tell the untruth. We will not do that. We understand the consequence of lying to this honorable committee. We are here coming to the committee to tell what we know is the truth. And with due respect, Honorable Chairperson, all what I have already 
uh, said, I will now request that we allow the FM to go into the details of the report, if, with your permission, Chairperson. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Chairperson. Can I allow the CFO first to be the first one to start? CFO. Greeting, Chairperson. Greeting, Chairperson, and uh, good evening, can we see you? Uh, members of the Portfolio CFO, Committee, MEC in absentia, the fellow colleagues, HOT for Hoxter in Limbopo, the representative CFO. of Hoxter. I would like CFO. to take this CFO. opportunity and thank you for inviting me. However, CFO. I think I'm going to allow the accounting officer as a head of administration to take you through the detail uh, of the issues in answering all the matters which has been raised uh, by Mr. Lufuno and the clarity. Then I come to the CFO. Please, your side. The CFO. Then I'll come if the MM requests me to do so, if, pay, if you permit the uh, chairperson. Can I talk to you, the CFO? CFO, I've been calling you. Can't you hear me? CFO? CFO, I've been calling you several times. We, can't you hear me? I've been oh, I was struggling with the, I was struggling with the, I was struggling with the connection, Chairperson. I was saying good uh, evening. Let no, me no, take no, no. Listen, listen, listen. I was calling you. I wanted to tell you to switch on your video. Then I kept on calling you. You were not even responding. You continue talking. It's either you were not hearing me. Then you are saying you were struggling with your, your connectivity. Then next time when you speak, because you have already indicated that you want the MM to be the first one to deal with the matters, I want you to put on your video. That's the issue that I wanted to raise with you. Can we allow the MM to deal with the matters as said by the mayor? Can the CFO mute his microphone, please? Municipal manager. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Greetings to the members and all protocol observed. Uh, I, 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 with regard to the introduction by the mayor, I think he paraphrased uh, the issues uh, which were in response uh, to the uh, request of us coming to present here in the portfolio committee. Uh, let me state that, Chairperson, we uh, we are not criminals here uh, at Home uh, We are the responsible uh, officials 
uh, who are acting at the best interest of the institution. And we have got a, a trust to our law enforcement agencies to say that they will be able to uh, deal with the matters at hand, especially uh, emanating from the presentation by uh, Mr. Papul, as some of the issues uh, which he has uh, ventilated, uh, they are in the hands of court. And then I may not be able to respond to each and every issue uh, which he has raised because those matters they are in the hands of court and I may not be capable to uh, go to each and every issue which is raising. Just to continue from what the mayor has left, uh, to indicate that. Uh, before you proceed, uh, Mr. Pfala, yes, I've got a hand from Honorable Kaiser, who want to address you now. Honorable Kaiser, Mr. Pfala, but uh, just tell us because I haven't had anyone uh, mentioning that uh, in the committee, at least because I'm I'm worried that the committee could be uh, uh, blamed for for saying things that you you uh, were only heard by yourself. Uh, what what do you mean when you say uh, uh, there are no criminals in, in your municipality? Really, Chairperson? Because why, why, why should you be defensive from the very onset of your of your of your of your of your submissions? Because I, I didn't hear that. I, I, I only hear that you should be submitting uh, in terms of what uh, uh, should happen. And, and, and I've, not, I've not heard anyone uh, casting uh, judgments uh, on anyone here. And uh, this is what I, we, 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 we always say, Chair, that uh, this committee, much as it uh, it appreciates uh, what uh, municipalities should do uh, in terms of their fiduciary duties to deliver service to our people. Uh, then has a problem of leadership that uh, selectively uh, takes uh, certain views uh, and and bring them on record to the community to the committee that that has not even said. Uh, Anything near to that, uh, we, we are just here to, to, to hear you out as to what were the issues so that we get a clear understanding of what then transpired and what then brings uh, uh, problems uh, for our people. Uh, do we have leadership that is, that is capable and ready to, to do this? And uh, uh, is it... Uh, is it is, is it uh, 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 chaffed enough to encourage enough uh, uh, to, to 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 dis, to discharge those duties? Uh, I have not had anyone or any member or any alternate member or anyone uh, that has, has said some of the things that you have said here. And and can you clarify, Chair, through you? Thank you. Yes, Mr. Pala. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, me... That preamble to say you are not criminals. Yeah. It's problematic. 
very no, problematic. Yeah, I think the chairperson. Mm. Uh, I think it emanated from the background with regard to ourselves being providing an incorrect and non-factual information uh, to the portfolio committee, uh, which I'm very clear that by doing that uh, is a criminal offence. And the reason why I'm saying that we we are not criminals here, like acting on the best interest of the institution, is to say that uh, the information which we provided to the portfolio committee, according to our knowledge and the fact, the information is correct. So we have no intention uh, of a criminal intention by providing a false and non-factual information to the committee. Uh, that is a, a basis for my uh, statement, Chairperson. Uh, Thank you. But do you acknowledge the fact that it's not in your speech to say whether you are criminal or, or not? Because this is what the law says. And then what do I do? It's only us as a committee with what that can determine that. Okay. Yes, not yourself at that position but, because you are cutting a position to us and none sure. of us have said you are criminal. Honorable Mpumza, Chair. yes, Honorable Mpumza. Chair, thank you very much, Chair. The MM yes. must withdraw that statement. We are not in a court of law here. Uh, this is the Committee of Parliament. You cannot tell us that uh, you are not criminals. We have not called you here as criminals. He must withdraw that statement now, Chair. Thanks. Okay. MM. Uh, I, I submit I yeah, the same but uh, please, MM, withdraw that. MM. Please withdraw that immediately. Deal with the issues and respond as you withdraw. Can you, can you respond to the issues as raised by Mr. Mpoto? Thank you, Prove it to uh, us that you have raised factual issues, you have raised correct information. That's your job. Whether it's criminal or not, it's us to determine that as a committee based on your, on your responses. And then withdraw mm -hmm. first. Can I plead with you to, re, to withdraw this statement that you said we are not criminals? Just withdraw that first. Thank you, Chairperson. I withdraw the statement. And then deal with the issues at hand, ne? Yes. Uh, that to... not to feel that you are criminals, because what we want to do is that. So okay. just That's deal fine. with the issues and respond to them as they are. I've indicated we're not going to deal with the merits of the case, but you need to respond because somebody was watching. And then he said he was watching these proceedings. And then he said there's something that you said that is devoid from the truth. Inaccurate, incorrect. And then he has said the incorrect issue. But if he said got to do with the merits of the case, we'll listen to that. I think we've got the capacity to listen to that. We'll say this is now you are dealing with the merits. It's not a space. Proceed. The operation Mabon, the condonation application, which we refer to in our presentation, was indeed here on the 24th of March 2021. And the court granted a ruling in favor of the municipality, uh, but for the coast. The court in its order afforded the municipality the opportunity to file an exception and clear to our defense. 
and this is with regard to the nine million uh, claim, which I think it was discussed in the last meeting, and it was one of the basis of the non-factual information. Uh, however, Chairperson, I can only provide the foregoing information as the matter is up to today. Secondly, on the defamation lawsuit by the public consulting, the complainant initiated an action against the municipality in SIU, in which it claims an amount of plus minus 500 million. The matter is defended, and an exception was filed by both the defendants to the claim with no response and or no reaction from the complainant thus far. Likewise, we cannot comment further as the matter is in the hands of court, which means it's subject to care. The lawsuit by the SIU, there is an action by SIU against the complainant and the municipality claiming an amount of 76 million on Project Mabone. I think this was another issue uh, which also at the basis for non-factual information which was raised by the complainant. And we, we had to submit uh, that the claim emanates from the Project Mabone, in which the same complainant claims an amount of 9 million from the municipality. It will be very inconceivable to even entertain any alternative dispute resolution option uh, with the complainant in the light of, in the light of, the, of this claim. It will be a disingenuous uh, step if we to enter into the said terrain of alternative dispute resolution, hence our defense against the complainant. Further, the matter is also subject to chairperson, and no further comment can be provided. Due to the privileged nature of the court document and the matter is subject we cannot submit any of our court document therefore to the portfolio committee. This constitutes our response. However, we will want to make submissions here under as follows. I would like to reiterate my position to say that Mr. Papuli cannot quantify his claim in respect of the 9 million on Operation Mavon. I think this is also the critical issue which he raised to say that it's a non-factual information. The houses are itemized and the cause of each house are not identified in his claim, hence the exception. Further, Chairperson, the municipality sourced a report from the experts which clarifies and reiterates our position that the complainant has not completed the job and that there is no quantification. The project cannot be divulged at this, the report cannot be divulged at this stage as we have indicated that the matter is in the hands of court and is part of the document which is useful for the municipality to defend its position on the matter. Uh, on the litigations by the complainant. In conclusion, Chairperson, we however advised that the matters as being referred to are in the hands of court, and as such, the municipality is not in a position to divulge any further information as they are subject to care. Thank you, Chairperson. Can I ask a quick question, Chair? Just a quick, quick, quick one. Well, if you may. Yes, Honorable Chairman. M.M. Pala. 
Are you there? Yes, I'm there. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, um, um, can, can you tell us uh, if you were a preferred candidate at the time of your appointment uh, in the municipality or not? Uh, I, I don't know, Honorable Kessa. Sorry. Uh, Honorable Kessa, I don't know because I was not in the panel for interviewing myself. Uh, maybe I think my leadership who are responsible for that can be able to uh, to indicate that, uh, which I think uh, the, uh, the mayor can be in a position to respond to that because I, I received an appointment as the a candidate uh, for the municipal manager. Uh, the other nitty-gritties, I think uh, the panel members can be able to, to respond. Where, when did you receive this, if I may ask, through your chairperson? Your, your appointment? The appointment letter. I, I think I received yeah. the appointment around, I started in August. I started in August 2020. August 2020. I, uh, August, yes, August 2020, yes. Where were you from before? No, I was working in one of the municipalities. Which municipality? What's the name of the municipality? What's the name of the municipality? Can be one, is the name. No, it's Elias Mutsalit. Okay. Elias Mutsalit. All right. And then... Uh, mayor, where is the mayor? He's here, Honorable Tazer. Honorable member, I'm here. Thank you very much, Mayor. Was there a, a, at the time of, of, of the appointment of this uh, of Mr. Pala as a as the MM of, of your municipality? Were you part of, of the panel that actually uh, uh, appointed him? Yes, I was part of the panel. He says that he was from Elas Musaliti local municipality, right? Yes. Yes. It was 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 wasn't there a preferred candidate who was withdrawn in your municipality in that process? Uh, put the question again, honourable member. Wasn't there wasn't there a candidate, a, a preferred candidate who was who was later withdrawn to the to no. the condone, to condone Mr. Epala? No, honourable member. No? Why would no. you say no? Uh, uh, because... Your no, please. For the, yeah, for the... I substantiate my no uh, that there was no any other uh, candidate who uh, <laughs> threw, who, who withdrew and uh, to give uh, Mr. Pala uh, an opportunity and uh, the process of uh, interview uh, was, was, was very fair. Was it? Yes. Okay. Yes, no, Chair, I don't want to spend time. I'm coming back right now. 
you can continue. I'm, I'm thank, you. thank you. Thank you, Honorable Member. Okay. Before that, colleagues, can I see a show of hands? Or before that, I think those were the responses from the municipality, Mr. Mpapoli. Before we get questions for clarity, is there anything that you want to say based on the responses from the municipality? Um, can you hear me? Hello? Um, yes. 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 Okay. Um, the, okay. The, what Mr. Pala stated in that meeting of the 17th was that uh, I'm claiming for work that uh, has not been done. The reason I said it is not factual is because uh, even uh, uh, the municipalities' lawyers are not saying what Mr. Pala said here uh, in Parliament. They were they were arguing that um, uh, the work has been uh, the state that actually accepted doesn't mean approve. You know, meaning that they are acknowledging that. Uh, Indeed, ESCOM did accept. They were just actually arguing. I think it was a question of semantics. That's why in our response, we had to end up uh, citing the Oxford Dictionary on that uh, accept and approved. It is <laughs> the same thing, you know. Um, also, you, you find that actually when, uh, okay, the condonation plea, um, the judgment of the 24th, it, is, it just meant that uh, the municipality have been granted an opportunity. Um, it, it was a condonation plea uh, uh, because you found that uh, the invoice is for November 2017. We issued a letter of demand uh, in January 2019. There was no response. We issued another letter of demand you know, in September 2019. They did not respond. Um, and Treasury... Um, engage them to try to intervene, and apparently the response was that uh, they want to fight this thing in court. You know, so what Mr. Pala is mentioning now that there are reasons. You must remember, if there are reasons, they are only coming up with them now, three years later. And according to that circular from Treasury, feedback must be given within thirty days. You know. And the reason we had to end up actually issuing summons, it was because, uh, you know, it was going to end up becoming a fall under the issue of prescription. There are 24 other claims for, uh, sorry, 26 other claims for villages for the designs. And uh, according to the contract, it's a milestone and it needs to be accompanied with a letter of acceptance or approval from ESCOM. For these nine villages that I have claimed, uh, I attached actually those uh, letters of acceptance uh, or approval from ESCOM. That is why I'm saying that even if uh, 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 the municipality was to take another year or so to fabricate a reason for not wanting to pay, the fact is that those letters of acceptance uh, are still standing. And the ESCOM were part of the pleadings. They did not oppose because uh, they were acknowledging that they issued those letters. They were not like uh, fabricated, they were real. That's why ESCOM was not opposing. Um, the judgment, 
although they were given a condonation, I mean, they were granted a, a condonation, um, they were given a punitive cost order, meaning that actually uh, the judge, although the judge allowed, but actually you find that uh, it is a punitive cost order, meaning that the judge was not actually impressed. But anyway, going back to the thing, you find that actually um, the work has been done. Even the municipalities' lawyers are not disputing that the work has been done. And if there was additional information that they need or a breakdown or something that they are now coming up with, for them to be coming up with it with that three years later, uh, it is uh, quite uh, unfair. When payments are delayed, uh, you know, people, companies can end up being liquidated. Uh, sometimes if you're married, the wife can end up leaving. Uh, some people even die. You know, one of my employees uh, passed away and uh, one of my subcontractors is in financial distress, you know. So for the municipality to be coming up with excuses three years later, it is quite unfortunate. And, uh, you know, when it is being done by our fellow <laughs> Black people uh, is quite painful. And then coming back to the issue of uh, uh, this thing, when Mr. Parler said that actually my claims were overstated or were, st- uh, were overstated, that statement, uh, he might have got some other people to come up with reports. Uh, the fact is that the court made a decision and the municipality's lawyer on the 7th of April, 2017, they gave, they wrote to my lawyer saying that they won't be applying for rescission of that judgment because actually, you know, that is what they said. And, uh, uh, you know, in a way, it means that the judgment stands, they are not going to appeal. And for them to be stating things that have been decided, the narratives that were there before we went to court and the judge makes a ruling, you don't go there and state the same things as if they are facts, you know. And that is what, if you look at page 20 of the SIU report, those are the allegations that they took to the SIU that the things are overstated, uh, you know, which is quite unfortunate, you know. And also this issue of the 76 million and so on, um, for that to be correct, it means that uh, the, the it means that actually uh, the letter that the mayor wrote to the Department of Energy requesting money is wrong. And it means that for the Department of Energy to have allocated the money that the municipality requested is also wrong. It also means that the treasury approval is also problematic, you know. So that is why uh, it is one hell of a big chakalaka that actually uh, was conveyed, actually, you know, that is happening. That's why in my earlier presentation, I mentioned that there are games that uh, appears to be played between actually uh, the SIU and the, and the municipality. And if I may share with you, there's an affidavit by the acting municipal manager, uh, in one uh, interdict application that I brought, in that inter in that, uh, um, Mr. Uh, Af- okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Sorry. Who's the acting manager? Who's the acting manager? Acting MM. What was the person's name? Uh, lefty, 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 Habekwana. Uh, I can get you uh, the exact uh, name. 
the apparently when the municipality met with the SIU, the lawyer was there, you know. So imagine the whole might of SIU and the municipality going against somebody from some village in Lipompo, you know. Okay. That's all. Okay. Before I allow the other colleagues, there are certain things that I I feel they are not adding on. And I need to get clarity from both parties here. You, Mr. Mpapuriwe, the consulting engineer on behalf of the client, am I wrong? Yes, I was more like a, a developer, you know, meaning that I was responsible for the engineering, the procurement, uh, project management, and uh, managing the construction services. And then, in terms of the general conditions of contracts, you agree with the clients on your fees and all uh, those sort of things. Can I first, then you'll respond, eh? all the fees and the rates that you're going to be paid on, that, that's when you have a contract entered into between yourself and the municipality. That's what I, that I'm trying to understand. And then that's what I'm trying to say. And then in that contract that you entered with the municipality, there's also a clause. I haven't seen that. That's in the case of the breach of the both parties, whoever, the party that is affected then will have recourse, blah, blah, blah. That's that what normally happens in terms of the general conditions of contract. That's what you did. That is correct. So here, that's what I wanted to understand that there was a lawful contract entered into between you were appointed properly. I think the municipality having followed due processes. And then there was an agreement to say this is the scope of your work. This is what you're gonna do. Do I get it right? That is correct. Okay. I wanted to get uh, uh, but, 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 but if I may share with you some very interesting thing. Uh, from that contract where, say, an amount was agreed upon, now what is happening, the action of the SIU, they're saying that that amount is not the right one, you know, the one that has been signed by the two parties. That is where it is getting uh, very much uh, messy. Understanding is that under the circumstances, you'll consult your lawyers, also the client will also have so we can write this, count, this contract that they passed that legal test, the legality test. That's why at the end of the day, because you couldn't have entered into an unlawful contract unless there was some malfeasance happening. Am I wrong? That is correct. Okay. That's the, the clarity that I wanted to understand. But yeah, that there's been a lawful contract that has been there. And then you wouldn't have gone to design those uh, 23 villages that you've designed. 35. The nine villages that, that is 23 plus 9 to uh, it is, come to. It, it, it is 26 plus 9. 26 have already been approved. The remaining 9. So in total, it is 35. So the 26 you have been yes. paid. All things have been done yes. properly. There was no issues of 26. Yes. The problem was the 9 one, the, the remaining 9. Yes. Okay. But it's on the same contract of same contract. Same contract. 
Okay, that's the issue. Can I allow Honorable Kalipi to proceed? Honorable Kalipi? Yeah, thank you very much, Chairperson. Chair, as I indicated earlier on that I might have a problem of network. Um, Chair, thanks very much for your questions because exactly that's what I wanted to ask, especially from the municipality, but also just to deal quickly with the municipality because it seems as if they have a position coming here to this meeting to say that they're going to hide behind the fact that this is in court. I'm not sure if you were not here when you were also elaborating to that fact in terms of powers and privilege of this committee that it does not mean that we must not engage on any issue that is in court, but accept that we must not go into the merits of the case. Chairperson, uh, you also asked an interesting question, but you said you are going to allow us as members to ask a further. I want to just to get a clarity from the municipality. They didn't launch this project them as a municipality. As well as the, 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 the question that you were just asking now, which is some of the payments uh, for the very same um, uh, contract was paid. So now where does the problem start, according to them? Because we, we need to, to get exactly where is the problem now. You can't be signing papers agreement with uh, the same contractor and then in the middle of it, you say that no, uh, they are claiming... I'm missing you, Honorable Kalipi. Something that they've not done. Getting disconnected, but Frozen. someone has called, was using this phone, and, and I'm using this phone to connect. I wanted to ask Chairperson um, to say that since now the municipality seems that is the one that is difficult. When I was listening to uh, Mr. Um, Lufuno, uh, he even saying that he suggested that, you know, let us sit down. Let us talk about these challenges that you are facing between me and you. And it seems as if the municipality is the one that is very difficult. So I just want to get the clarity because municipality as well is expected to deliver services to the people. What about these 14,000 households that uh, does not have electricity three years later? What is the priority now? Is it is to fight with this uh, uh, contractor or is to deliver uh, to the poorest of the poor? Because at the center of everything between the two, people must be prioritized, especially there is a project that was um, a, 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 a agreed upon three years later, but people, 14,000 household without electricity, and you are not, maybe the municipality is going to share with us, Uti, what is their plan about these 14,000 people? Let us just put aside what is going on between them and the, and the Mpapuli consulting. So now what, what about the people? So I just want to get some clarity as well here because I specifically asked on the, on the, it was on the 16th of March to say that now, because firstly the municipality was also telling us that no, this matter is, is in court, they are going to court and they are very sure that they are going to win in court. But they were talking about condemnation. It's just now that they are also uh, explaining that it was the issue of condemnation. It was not the issue of, 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 of the court case or the court itself. So now, um, because I asked that day, 
are you as the MM going to take responsibility? Because I understand that even if we are saying here, uh, the, the, the court rules in your favor, of which is the coordination, we all understand what is coordination means. It means that you wanted the, the, this case to, to take place. You, you applied, you were late, in fact. So the court granted you condemnation. So that is not in your favor to me because, I mean, you were late. You, we also have to ask as the committees why you were late if you know, if you were sure about your story. But nevertheless, you have granted the condemnation with cost. So who's going to pay that? From which pocket? Are you going to pay from your own pocket? instead of uh, dealing with your arrogance as the leadership of the municipality to sit down to say that now we know that you are owing so much to you and this thing is going to uh, cost us millions as the council as well. Let us sit down and talk about it and then let us prioritize the people who are needy of the service delivery. So why don't you take that route instead of coming here in order for us, for, for us to listen to you and at the same time we don't want to talk, you're just telling us that this matter is in court. So why are you subjecting people to this? So if we as this parliamentary committee, if we have to go and do the oversight, and if you are going to call this 14,000 household to say that, please talk, what, what will happen? So at some point, Chair, I think the, 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 the management and the leadership of the municipality must also, I mean, show that they, are, they, are, they, are, they, they, they just want to solve problems without engaging on this quite expensive court processes because at the, at the end of the day, it does not help anyone. It does not help the municipality. It does not help the people. In fact, it costs the people instead of sitting down and come with a solution. Thank you very much, Chair. I'll still have to come back. Thank you, Honorable Kalebin. Can I allow Honorable Butelezi? Then she will be followed by Honorable Claes in that order. Honorable Butelezi. Honorable Butelezi. Sorry. Thank you, Chair. Uh, still on the subject of um, the adverse effect on the poorest of the poor, seeing as um, you know, this, this matter has been dragging for three years now without any resolution. Um, I wish to find out from the municipal manager, uh, Mr. Pala, that is it, is it true that um, the municipality has failed not once but twice to discover their documents in court? Um, and because I would just wish to find out really, to understand rather, that what led to them uh, dragging their heels to that, you know, to that, to that extent, that last year court requested that they discover the documents. That did not happen. Um, they were given an extension to, to February this year, the 26th of February this year. And once again, the municipality failed to discover the documents. So, uh, you know, um, you know, it makes one to really agree with uh, the view that has been advanced by the Honorable Kalipi, that it would appear that uh, the party that really is trouble is pro problematic in this matter the most is the municipality, which is very much disturbing, given that the core mandate of the municipalities is to deliver services. 
So can I just please, Honorable Chairperson, through you, pose that question to um, the municipal manager, Mr. Pala. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Butelezi. Can I allow Honorable Kleza, who's going to be followed by Honorable Pumza? Uh, thank you very Honorable much, Chair. Uh, am I audible, Chair? Yes, you are very audible. No, and thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, um, uh, you know, it's exactly the the reasons why I am raising some of the questions. I hope that uh, the MM and the Mayor would not take this. Uh, uh, these questions personal, but uh, it's questions that are necessary, uh, uh, Mayor. Uh, can you tell us uh, in the committee at the time of uh, the appointment of Mr. Mr. Parler, whether in terms of the achievement levels, he was in the, in the basic commit, compet, competent, advanced or superior uh, stage of, 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 of his achievement levels? And uh, if so, uh, because the law, somewhere in the law, uh, if I may say, it says that uh, uh, individuals falling within the basic range are, are deemed unsuitable for the role of senior manager. And caution should be applied in promoting and appointing such persons. It's the law, it's not me. Uh, once again, we are not being personal. We are, were pursuing the, the issues of the law. And then it goes uh, on to say that uh, in terms of achievement levels, it says that basic, uh, as I have said, it uh, uh, applies basic concepts, methods, and, and understanding of local government operations, but requires supervision and development interventions. And then it goes on to competent and advanced and superior and, and stuff like that. Uh, and so, you, Mayor, you said to me, to, 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 to the committee, rather, uh, that uh, there was no one in, 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 in that, there was no candidate uh, in, the, in, in that process. Am I correct? Uh, Mayor, Mayor, can you? Yes. Uh, Still, uh, I repeat that question again. You said that there was no candidate in the process of the appointment at the time of the process of the appointment of Mr. Pala. You said that there were no candidates. There were no uh, other candidates. No, there were candidates. What I was there a preferred candidate that is much much qualified than Mr. Pala in that process? Was there not? Oh, no, 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 no. Can we avoid the dialogue, Teza? Okay. No. Let me put it like this. There no, was a competent person. There was a competent person, Mayor, there, who is Mr. Mkhufe, Mutiba David, who was competent, was at a, at a competent level, which was uh, then, 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 then above the basic level, as I've read and you can explain this to us in the committee so that we can get around as to what is the committee. There, there, there were a, a no, number no, no, of no, 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 no. Mr. Mayor, write down the questions. 
you will respond because I don't want a dialogue. And that was not the only question from Honorable Tessa, because you also have to respond on the incompetence of the current MM. We raised that issue very sharply. So just write that down, the, the questions when I afford, because the questions raised by Honorable Mkalipi, I raised question myself on the validity of the contracts that I also want the municipality to respond. And then this issue of the MM disputing that Mr. Lefty once acted in the municipality. Then Mr. Honorable Mkalipi raised questions, Honorable Butelis raised questions. Now these are questions by Honorable Kaiser uh, that I believe we are noting that I'll give you an opportunity to respond. Are you done, Honorable Kaiser? Honorable Kaiser, are you done? Yes, Chairperson, I'm done for now. It will be determined okay. by, by, by his by by the responses. Can I allow Honorable Mpumza to take the floor? Honorable Mpumza? Yeah, uh, thanks, Chairperson. Chair. Proceed. Am I audible, Chairperson? You are. Thank you, thank you very much, Chair. Uh, Chair, the I would like the mayor to make us understand, as this committee that uh, you have entered into a contract as an intermediary of the Department of Energy <laughs> for rendering uh, of service to communities to connect electricity. Uh, midway the contract, you a dispute has developed between the municipality and the service provider. And of now you have uh, resorted to seek uh, the court to mediate and resolve that particular dispute. And uh, you are indicating to us that uh, you are not keen to get into detail in responding to a number of questions that seeks to get an understanding as this committee as to how this process is going to unfold, because we are saying that these are matters that are should put together. And uh, now, can you explain to us that uh, whilst now you are in dispute, the matters are in court, what measures you have taken to mediate for the access of communities to electricity that are remaining whilst you are still in dispute with this service community? Why do you allow community to suffer not to access this service for their own socio-economic development. Uh, while you are taking these matters to court, while there are other measures as an employer that you have employed to resolve the dispute with the contractor written into the general conditions of contract that you entered into, that we have sought to look at resolving the dispute that had emerged 
along the course of the implementation and the rollout uh, of uh, electricity in your own areas. What measures have you taken to ensure that those communities that are still without access to electricity are provided an alternative so that they are able to make their own living? And Mayor, you are the first citizen of that uh, municipality. Are you reciting in these areas where there is no electricity so that you experience the hardship and the agony of putting those communities under which you have put those communities by delaying the rendering of services in those particular communities. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Mpumzam. So those were the questions, colleagues from the municipality. Can I allow the MM to respond to the issues as raised? Then the mayor will come last. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, let me put it on record that uh, I did not dispute the fact that the MFT was acting. I might have not been understood properly on that matter. And we see you, MM. Don't seem to be having connection oh, problems. Or oh, sorry. sorry. Yes. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, thanks, Sir Person. I, I, I was saying, firstly, let me uh, put it in the record that I did not dispute the fact that the LFT was acting. Uh, or he once acted uh, as the municipal manager. I think the issue was about the affidavit which they said he signed and disposed, which I said I've never seen that affidavit. And it's not the, the subject of the debate, even in court, uh, that affidavit. Uh, I think, uh, uh, despite the fact that, that the operation Mavona by Lifunom Papuri, uh, the contract was terminated some time ago. Uh, the services were delivered to some of the communities because the project of electrifications uh, continued. Despite the fact that we still have a backlog in some of the villages, which are still not without electricity, and some of the villages uh, being the extension of the, of the existing villages, obviously the villages, they continue to mushroom. Uh, now and then, uh, but the fact that uh, uh, the Operation Mawana was not an ultimate solution uh, to the communities of Fetahomutubatsi, uh, the municipality after they continued to deliver services to the communities. And also, uh, maybe those other figures, the, uh, the 14,000 is the sources from, uh, but the fact of the matter is that they, they, we, have got, we have got the councillors, uh, which are making sure that their communities they are, they are receiving services. Uh, despite the financial constraints that we are facing as the municipalities, but they are the first person who are feeling the heat when their communities are making services. And they try by all means to make sure that services are being delivered to the community. Hence, uh, the status quo it, it is, is not the same uh, as the time when uh, Mpapuli, uh, its contract was terminated in the municipalities, uh, the projects of electrification, they did continue. Uh, the another issue, I think, was on the 
the issue, okay, yeah, there is uh, issues which are being raised by the Honorable Tesha, uh, which I think is, is, in, is in his right also to ask. I think I see them, uh, he said you must not take them personal, but they're actually a personal, uh, personal issues which he's raising with regard to the, uh, I think it looks like uh, questioning my competency of being the municipal manager or being the senior manager, because it's not the first time I was a senior manager. I became a senior manager. I've been a and senior we, manager. That's what, and I call it the mayor so must I, I, that. I you didn't hire yourself? Yes. You didn't hire yourself? Okay. That's not the space for you to answer the question because the question was that I hear from Honorable Teza. There was a mm. more competent person who could have been okay. given the position instead no, of yourself. No. Okay. And then... Though you are affected, unfortunately, the mayor, you didn't hire yourself. The mayor must be able to respond to that. And that's why he was very clear. It's not personal. But to ask your competency, it's not even personal because the issues around the failure of the municipality to resolve these matters like that, it just directs so long. I think that's around that. Nothing personal. No, thanks, Chairperson. Even at the same yeah, time, the my, my, my competency cannot then, be touched on the basis no, of... No, 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 the mayor will not pay the amount being due to, to the Operation Mavona project, which we still reiterated that uh, the payments, uh, some of the invoices that have been disputed by the SIU uh, in, in this matter of the Operation Mavona, as there was some research, which the, some investigations which were done in that regard. So it's not necessarily only the man. It's not necessarily the municipality who is disputing some of the invoices by the by the, uh, the complainant. The SIU is in the matter. There were uh, some investigations which were done in that regard. There were some findings which were found in that regard. So we can just close our eyes and go contrary to what the, the results of the investigations has unearthed or unveiled on this matter of the Operation Marvel by the film public. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm just trying to look at the other questions, which I think the only question which is left to chairperson is the one which uh, you said the mayor is capable, uh, is his responsibility to answer. I think I've tried to uh, respond to what I've recalled, and if there is another one which I erroneously left, I will be advised. Okay. The mayor, before the, I hand over to the mayor, what was the basis of you then filing papers made said that you had to apply for condonation? And then you were awarded the, the issue that condonation was allowed with the The complaint was granted, but with a punitive court. And there was a question by Honorable Mkalipi to say, because that's the person that he didn't respond. What made you to fail to discover the documents as Mkwaya said that there was a, a judgment on the matter that then you have to apply for late condonation, an application for late condonation? And then there's an issue that there was a punitive court order. Who must take that responsibility? Are you going to pay out of the pocket as honorable Mkalipi has raised? He didn't respond to that question. 
So I can't pay out of my pocket because this is the municipal uh, lawsuit. It's not my self chairperson. And also I found the uh, the process uh, continuing or being in the process. And the reason for condemnation was to say that the complainant uh, filed a default judgment against the municipality. So municipality can just sit and allow the court uh, to uh, to judge against it. So uh, the rule of alteram patem should apply uh, so that uh, uh, the facts can be clear to the court to look at the position of the municipality. What they are. So that was the case of the why municipality counteracted against the default judgment. They have applied the condemnation. That was the basis in Chairperson. And also, I think, because the first... Oh, sorry. But the issue around the, 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 the complainant filed a default judgment by virtue of the fact that the municipality didn't do what it was supposed to do. And at the time when the applicant filed a different judgment. Who was the accounting officer? Because we want to understand to say why there was there laxity on your part, such that the court then no, had to impose punitive. So who was the person? Because you came today knowing that you are coming to accounting this committee. You must know who was the person who was responsible, who didn't file or discover the document as required by the timelines of the court rules. Who's the person? Who was the accounting officer at the time? We understand what you did to apply for condemnation because the municipality, it's a clear sign that somebody didn't do anything. And if indeed there was no fault on your part, the court could only then slapped you with this punitive cost. And the question again, that's the person that must take responsibility. I think that's what I'm trying to amplify. Honorable Mkalipi to avoid him coming back. Yes, Chair, exactly. Mm-hmm. You want the response, Chairperson? Yes. Who was the accounting officer at that time? I think mm-hmm. on the report by Lifunom Papul, he indicated the, uh, the, the, the accounting officers uh, from the last 10 years. I think there are about 10 people there. Uh, which um, I, I was actually, uh, maybe, I, maybe I'll have to refer to somewhere uh, because my um, interest um, went higher up here. Um, so, um, um, can I call yeah, you? You must, you must not refer to anything here. Yeah. Just answer the questions, please. I, 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 don't, I, don't know who was I don't know who was the accounting officer at that time. You don't know? When, when, the, when, when the condonation was filed. Who filed the condonation application? I think I, I need to make because a reference. It's, you're on record. Yeah, you're on record saying that that condemnation had to be made. But you don't know you're an accounting officer. And when this matters, because when we invited you, if I were you. I found the matters running in court, Chairperson. But the issue is that you are there now. And like, I can't tell them to withdraw the matters in court, uh, which are already in court, for us to come and settle them out of court, because the matter were already in court. And municipality had its own view in terms of defending their position in that regard. Despite being accounting officer, I can arrive in the municipality and say we withdraw cases uh, without even uh, having the basis uh, for that. So I, I think that was the case. And I'm hoping that those who defended uh, make sure that the matter is defended in court 
they had a strong case to defend and they were advised accordingly in that regard. MM, you have said you have been with the municipality since August 2020. Am I wrong? Yes, you are right, Chairperson. And then in exercising your fiduciary duties, is the matter that because the way you were boldly responding to this matter, you had been advised. That's what you said earlier. And you've been responding to this matter to say, this is what we've been advised. It means then you're familiarized with your with these cases. That's the indication. And you'll know who did what when, because you are the sitting accounting officer now. And you are the accounting officer. You've been advised these matters must be proceeded with. That's what we're saying here. That for you to come and say you don't know, I think on our part it's sheer arrogance on a very serious note. It's sheer arrogance. Or you must tell us you, you didn't, you come here unprepared. But you are prepared on other matters. On other matters, you know we're going to to, to engage with your your presentation. Can I allow Honorable Mukalibi followed by Honorable Honorable? Yes, Chair. I, I agree with you 100% because on the 17th of March, to remember, I raised this this issue of Mpipuli. It was towards the end of the meeting, and the MM was a, a, a very sure person about this case and he wanted to dismiss me. Firstly, he said, no, this matter is in court and there's an SIU report. And when I said to him, no, please check page 20 of that SIU report. And then he, he quickly said, no, this matter is going to court and we are very sure that this is a winnable case. And I specifically asked him, are you going to take the responsibility if you lose this? So, no, I'm not going to lose it. So now he's coming back to, to us now, today, and um, and, and, and say that he, is, he does not know some of the things that you are asking. There is sheer arrogance, I agree with you, Chair. And um, let alone that the agenda was specifically about this issue, and they're even aware that uh, uh, Mr. Mpepuli will be here, given the opportunity to state his case, because that day he was not here. So they should have come prepared. But what I have pointed out from the beginning is that they have taken a position as the municipality that they are going to hide behind the fact that the matter is in court, not knowing they didn't even do their work or their homework to say that the powers and privilege also empowers us to engage on those matters because we are doing our oversight here. And then, Chairperson, we can't allow that. We can't allow this. So the MM and the mayor must come clear with the answers and also provide a way forward because I'm still sticking to my position that I have said before, that is them who must be uh, portray the leadership skills and come and resolve these things. And what I said before, Chairperson, I said it is very also disturbing that the only engineer in a rural municipality who is also Black people, the municipality does not even care or they don't want to, they don't have an, even an interest to work with the only Black people, only Black professional professionals in this, in this country. It is very, very worrisome. And I also suspect that there's something that the MM is hiding. So therefore, the political head of this municipality must come and uh, explain to this committee to what is happening. Why do they have to be very difficult in the expense of the people? Coming here telling us that those 14,000 households have been uh, addressed in terms of the electricity. You might find that if you're deciding to go and do the oversight is not the truth, Chairperson. So therefore, uh, we want a way forward. How are you going to resolve this matter? 
because taking this matter to court, as the chairperson is putting it very correctly, that you also have an advisor. You are being advised if this if this case is winnable or not. You are being advised how long does this case is to going to take place, and you can't be coming and telling us that no, this is not uh, your personal matter. You are the one who is forging ahead with this matter to court instead of saying no. As a new MM, let us have another a way of resolving this. This is not the first municipality that you are engaging in terms of uh, taking matters to court. Even in, in our previous report from COCTA, Chairperson, if you remember very well, the minister is on record pursuing other municipal managers to say that instead of rushing to court, because we don't want to go to court as if we were in war with our people. So we are also on record to say that taking matters of such uh, to court is not even a good idea, but I'm very puzzled to say that, no, you don't even have a, 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 a clear, clear, clear way forward on how to resolve such matters. And the most disturbing things is that the poorest of the poor is always suffering. And with this sheer arrogance, Chairperson, let's just make it very clear that we are not going to allow this. So therefore, if they want to respond, if they want to go home early, they must change their attitude and tell us how are they going to resolve this matter? Because even what was said by also, also by Lefunul Mpepulu here, also the issue of SIU. Now, after that court case, the municipality is rushing to meet with the SIU. So you can see what they are using all sorts of uh, ammunition to fight him. Instead of calling him and sit down to say, listen, the money that you want from this municipality, let us negotiate. We don't have that kind of money. I don't think he can be very difficult as well. Otherwise, we are, the picture that is painted here is the municipality who does not care about everything but for them. And also now we're being told that the taxpayer's money is going to be wasted here and then and the MM will come and tell us that it's not his personal money. I think that it's not going to end a, a, a very well in this committee if you as the leadership of this municipality does not want to, to display a, a leadership. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Kalipi Kenala, Honorable Hamnavat. Then you will be followed by Honorable Pratika Banchava. In that order. Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, just uh, uh, note maybe that is worrisome is that the municipal manager says that he doesn't know what has happened in the previous court cases, but he's the one that has to advise in the new court case or give instruction in terms of the new court case. So it's worrisome if he doesn't know what the facts are in the previous cases um, or in the one that he's busy with, because it seems like um, if he's giving the instructions and he's only employed from August 2020 or last year, he still had to be up to date um, by taking this case on now. Um, Chairperson, so I'll agree with you um, on your statement earlier, but just a, a worrisome comment on my side. Thank you, Chair. Okay, thank you, Honorable Hunarvat, Honorable Pritik Avan Chawa. <clears throat> thank you, uh, Chair. Chairperson, this municipality, you can see, they don't care about the people of South Africa. The MM and the mayor, they are care about themselves. If you can see this uh, uh, document, 
They are destroying the lives of 14,000 households remain without electricity for three years. And uh, even if they properly uh, trying to make sure that he's he must sit down with them and discuss the issue and come with a conclusion that for the solution for the solution of working with a, a people around the municipality, but they refuse because they don't care. Remember, if you can hear what people say about his uh, people who were working under him, they were financially destroyed. This this municipality. This municipality, MM and the mayor, they don't care. They even being arrogant to us who are here to make sure that there must be a solution between the community and the Papuli consultant. Yes. And the public consultant reminding them that this program, Mabonet program, was uh, approved or granted by the National Treasury and Department in May 2013 and was 99% funded. But this uh, mayor and, and, the, 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 and the MM, they are ignoring all of this. Uh, 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 what you call? Um, uh, what you call? They are ignoring whatever people saying to them because they don't care. They are working. They get paid the every month. What did they pay for? Because the people they are not working for the people that they must pay because they are working for them. What did they pay for? Who paid them? Is the municipality paying them? Or maybe they are volunteering even themselves. So that that is why they are destroying all the life of the people. They don't care. The people who are don't care like this one. I think the minister must deal with these people. They are not supposed to be in this municipality. Municipality is the... The municipality is the, is the sphere of looking after poor people on the ground. If we are at the national, we are relying to this mayor and the MMI, we, this municipality, I'm telling you, it, it will be destroyed because of this attitude of mayor and MM uh, 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 They must tell us. What is their intention in doing this? They want to make this municipality to be finished because these people, they can win this case. The, 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 treasure, the national treasure granted them, approved their program to, uh, 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 by the, 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 the national uh, 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 treasure. But even this SIU, it seems like they are conniving with this uh, mayor and, 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 the, and the MM. 
What did they are doing? The SIU even themselves, they must tell us what is happening in this municipality. Why did not uh, make sure that this uh, uh, problem, they are being solved correctly and first and foremost, not uh, being uh, uh, beating behind the bush? Because you can see, there are some people that here who are beating behind the bush who don't want to come clean and clear with a truthful in this issue. I'm so worried, Jay, what will happen to this municipality, whether the court will grant them people, them people uh, consulta consulting a, 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 a fair, fair, free and fair, truthful about this issue. I think, Chair, we need to follow up this issue and look at with an eye, the naked eye. This issue is a problem and it can mess up the life of all people, both the, uh, the municipality, uh, uh, residents and the, the, the people, uh, 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 consultant company, and also the what you call the <clears throat> uh, I forgot it, the, the name, the English is not my mother tongue, but <clears throat> also to make sure that uh, this issue is clean, is repub clean, the mayor. And the the, the, and the, the, the the MM, they must tell us what is their intention about this issue in making sure that the people, they are, they are, <clears throat> I don't know what they are fighting with this uh, people consultant. Maybe they know, they can tell us, us we don't know, but, but we can see that there is a fight between SIU, the municipality, and the people. But the people, they are not fighting. They, they are nice to them. But you can see something wrong, Chairperson, here. So one day it will come up. Thank you, Chair. Questions that were directed to the mayor that the mayor has not yet responded to. Uh, the issue as raised by Honorable Mukalif Turkeza in particular around the appointment of the MM as well. Uh, Honorable Keza was re referring to your report to cancel. The exco report, the report of the executive committee, as and when the executive committee approved the appointment of the current MM, then he wanted to the mayor to to respond to the competency assessment report. Way in the way the, 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 the three candidates that were appointed. There was one Mohofe Motiva David 
with regard to the competence assessment overall was found to be competent, whereas uh, the, the current MM and the candidate number two, their achievement level was basic. Then that's the issue that uh, Honorable Teza was asking, how did the municipality arrive to this decision whereas there was a report of assessment. And then the other issues that the mayor must respond to uh, is raised by the other colleagues. So I was just trying to repeat that so that the mayor must understand what where Honorable Mkalipi, Honorable Teza came from on the matter. So those are the issues. Can I hand over to you, Mayor, to respond on the issues as raised? Thank you, uh, Honorable Chairperson. And uh, thanks uh, once more to members of the portfolio committee. The, the first question here was uh, who has launched? the program of electrification uh, by Papudu Consulting Operation Mabone. The, the launching of the, the project was done by the, the previous mayor, Josias Mashak. Launching of the program, uh, the mayor was removed, and I came in uh, to complete the, uh, the five year period. Only there was only two years left. When I arrived at the municipality, I think Mr. Papuri can recall the program has stalled. In fact, had not even started. And I wanted to know about this program. And uh, I made sure that we follow up on the project launched and which was not implemented. As a municipality, we went to uh, National Treasury we went to the Department of Energy and revived the project. It was only after a number of consultative meetings that the project started off the ground. 
as of the question on the payments of other invoices, yes, the project started well and went uh, through with the electrification of villages in the municipality and uh, payments were made to Mbapudi Consulting. Although some other times there were some disagreements on the invoices issued by Mbapudi Consulting and some oversight based by executive committee were made and so on. Such problems, of course, were, were overcome. Now, this project, of course, was a massive project uh, to assist a number of villages. But in many instances, the only problem that during the running of the project was when it comes to payments. The municipality will find and say, no, we are not convinced the invoice uh, is a correct reflection of what has happened on the ground and, and so on and so on. But the relationship was more sure. It only happened when time goes on uh, with the following term when it comes that the relationship soured and soured uh, to an extent that the contract was ultimately terminated. That's where uh, the problem started. And uh, before all the villages can be electrified, uh, that contract was terminated. And uh, I think more than 11 villages were already completed and some remained. Uh, uh, unfinished. Now, that uh, that problem of the contract termination is a result of the case that we now talk about uh, with Mpapudi Consulting. When the SIU came into the municipality, they also did their own investigations. And hence, there is an SIU report, which says the municipality, together with Mpapuri Consulting, are at fault 
for spending more money on the work that uh, is done by Mpapuli Consulting. That is what the SIU report is saying in short. It says the municipality and Mpapuli have used money uh, overpaid the contractor for the work that the contractor has done. The, the SIU report, in short, uh, uh, says that. Uh, honorable member, the appointment of the municipal manager uh, has processes that you 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 have to uh, undertake. It is a section fifty six position, like directors and so on. First, a position of this nature must be advertised for not less than 14 days or 21 days to local newspapers and uh, national newspapers. And thereafter, applications will be received the council must appoint a committee that will oversee the process of that appointment. In terms of uh, our legislation, when it comes to the appointment of the MM, the mayor must be the chairperson. Another member from another municipality uh, as a municipal manager must be in the panel. The Department of uh, cooperative governance and traditional affairs in the province must also uh, be part of the panel. Uh, SALGA must also be part of the panel. In particular, when we uh, run the process of appointment to the the current municipal manager. Uh, I might not be correct with the number of candidates uh, that applied, but at the end, uh, we first looked into the candidates who qualified in terms of the regulation uh, on appointment 
of senior managers. Secondly, you now start to uh, shortlist in line with the regulation as to what the experience uh, this person has or in what qualification do they have and so on. To our best uh, knowledge, the current municipal manager uh, did the best even during the interview. I'm, uh, I can agree that the competency level assessment comes last after the after the checking uh, of the candidates for criminal records and so on uh, by the South African uh, agencies, then you now send the, the, applica the applicants to uh, the competency level uh, assessment. That that is the last uh, step. Yes, in, it happens in some cases that uh, some are competent, some are medium, and, 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 and so on. I can agree that there might have been uh, some other candidates who, in terms of the competency level uh, assessment, they were higher, but in overall of all the processes that have been uh, made by the panel, the current municipal manager uh, became the uh, number one <coughs> candidate favorable, excuse me, the number one candidate. That is how uh, the uh, the appointment was made and the report was uh, given to the executive committee uh, up to the council. The council looked into the entire report and appointed. Now, uh, maybe in, 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 in conclusion, let me say the, the program's intention, Operation Novel, the intention was a very, very uh, uh, good program. It is unfortunate that the relationship between the municipality and the service provider became sour as a consequence of uh, disputes on the payments uh, that 
the contractor uh, gave to the municipality, the municipality disagreed and so on. That is all what I can say and that is why we find ourselves now in courts. One of the reasons that in some cases our legal uh, unit or our legal representatives were also not uh, loyal, if I may say so, were not fair. to representing the municipality in these cases, because at some stage, they might not even go to court when the court hearing comes. And, uh, or in some instances, they would uh, leave the court when the case is being had. And it is some of these instances that made the case to have a number of ups and downs and so on. Honorable chairperson and honorable members. Yes, communities need electrification. As we speak here, this evening, as a municipality, we have a huge backlog in terms of electrification. Maybe it's as a result of also the the rapid growth of the municipality in terms of population. Our population in Fidakomuti was a local municipality grows very fast. And uh, now the backlog, not only in terms of electrification, but also in terms of a number of uh, services that we render. because almost many people want to live in uh, the area <coughs> of Fetakomutubats uh, because of mining uh, companies that are in there. So we will not be uh, sitting here talking to the committee uh, proudly to say, Uh, We are a capable uh, municipality. We do have uh, the financial muscles and uh, we can cater for. The municipality, uh, yes, has a lot of backlog in terms of service delivery uh, because of the... uh, the little resources that we have. Uh, That is all what I can say, honorable members. Thank you very much.
Dear students, on the platform, can I allow Honorable Bukulezi? Then she'll be followed by Honorable Khalib. Uh, thank you, Honorable Chair. Um, through you, Chair, uh, Mr. Mayor, you just um, stated that there have been lots of ups and downs with regards to your um, to the litigation and you apportioned blame to your legal um, count, uh, to your legal, sorry, to your legal representat representatives. So, um, you know, logic, you know, dictates that you would have, you know, decided to part ways with them then because you've, like, you've stated various instances where um, apparently they've not, uh, I think you said they did, sometimes they leave court whilst the matter is, serving before court and sometimes they sometimes they do not uh, arrive at court and so on and so forth so or is that maybe uh, may are still part of this um apparent uncaring attitude that seems to be prevalent in your leadership in this municipality is that perhaps the reason why you would still retain this uh, uh this um legal representative of yours despite the fact that according to you they have repeatedly um, created, uh, you know, um, problems for you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Butelezi. Honorable Mkalipi? No, as if uh, Honorable Butelezi was reading my mind, because when I was listening to the mayor, uh, he was mentioning that also the legal advisors are not advising them correctly. And I think that was what was raised here when we engage on this matter to say that taking all matters to court, it does not save anyone, but it takes a lot of money and it wastes a lot of time. So therefore we also encourage the leadership of the municipality to also to portray leadership skills, to say that let us sit down and resolve whatever is a challenge, especially in this matter of uh, Mr. Lufunum Pepuli with the municipality. I believe that the municipality needs the skills of Mr. Pepul. And when the MM was saying that when he arrived, he couldn't say that he couldn't advise uh, the municipality just to go and withdraw the matter, of which I disagree. As an MM, you have all powers to say that, let me study this case. And my advice is to say that, let us sit down because Chairperson, whenever there is a problem, whether it's a court challenge or whether there is war, there's only one solution is negotiation, is to sit down and come with a solution, whatever uh, is, 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 is a challenge. So therefore, we want to get very clear from the mayor. If they are going to take our advice as we're advising them uh, to come with a solution to this matter instead of uh, 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 taking the matter to court, because as we have also engaged before to say that sometimes the court processes take long time to be resolved, but we want this matter to be resolved as soon as possible. So are we in agreement with the mayor with the advice as a political head of this municipality? Thank you, Chair. Can we get the responses of Honorable Mbomza? Sure. Am I audible, Chairperson?
Chairperson, the yeah. uh, uh, following up on the questions raised by the other honourable members, the mayor and the MM should have been aware that uh, the IGR Act makes provision for seeking a resolution of uh, disputes through uh, concession agreements. And then therefore they have not opted for that particular approach. And they should have been very aware that the INEP grant was not for the municipality, was to provide that grant from nationalist conditional. And it should have been spent within its specific uh, budget period. Then therefore taking this matter, this dispute to court, they should have been aware that the court would not determine that their matter is urgent, that their application should receive immediate attention. And they should have been aware that this matter could drag over a period of four years without being resolved in the court of law. And in the fact that they are telling us that in so that their uh, lawyers uh, have not been honest with them, and yet they are still keeping those lawyers and pursuing this matter. And the municipal manager, as an accounting officer, he should have, having appraised himself on this particular situation, he should have sought legal advice of seeking a way of uh, actually taking this matter away from the court and resolving it so that speedily they provide services to the communities. At this stage now, they are in a statement because the matter is not moving in court and the services to these particular communities are stalled. And then therefore these communities are suffering and not receiving services that are due to them and they are delaying them. And they seem not to be providing uh, adequate answers as towards the resolution of this standing a particular dispute between them and their service provider. And they seem to be stuck on their goalpost that this matter would have to be resolved by the courts. And therefore, the communities must suffer as a result of their own action. And then therefore, where is their responsiveness. The constitution of this country requires a public service and public servants that are developmental orientated and that are responsive to the needs of the communities, more than being responsive to their own whims. Now, the municipality is unable to render services to these communities. Why then should the mayor in the event of this current situation, not resign and remain being a mayor because he can resolve this situation. He is elected by this particular community. He must serve those communities. And the needs of those communities are his priorities and they must come first. So he is charged that he must determine the needs of the communities by the law and see to it that those needs of the communities are actually realized. 
Now he is getting into a detour through seeking legal court to resolve disputes between themselves and the contractors that they employed. So I, 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 I see no reason why the mayor should be still the mayor in this particular municipality. Thanks, Chair. Thank you. Can we allow the municipality to respond to the issues as raised by Honorable Kalipi, Honorable Kutelezi, and Honorable Teza, sorry, Honorable Mbomza? Then I'll come there after. Over to you, Mayor. Thank you, uh, Honorable Chairperson. The lawyers that I spoke about uh, not representing the municipality well were left out. The lawyers that we are talking about now, they are a new firm of lawyers. In fact, some of the, the lawyers that let the municipality down, uh, we uh, took them off our panel and uh, we do have a new uh, firm of lawyers. We understand that the the problem is, is 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 a very complex one. On the other hand, some of the state uh, uh, institutions, also including the AG and the SIU, are saying the municipality has entered into an agreement that is not lawful. Two, that the municipality has overpaid the, uh, the contractor some money and so on. Well, we understand that as leaders, we have a responsibility to serve the communities. Hence, the municipal manager has indicated that the program of electrification is, is currently going on. Despite the fact that we have uh, some disagreement with Mpapuri Consulting. That is uh, the that is all what we can say, and we do not ignore or undermine the advices and the inputs that the committee has made. But we also uh, want to uh, put it to the committee that it is not only about 
the the legal route. It is also about the accountability that the municipality must account to the Auditor General and also to the SIU. Thank you. Yes. I see their hands. Honorable Bums, I want to follow up again. Or is it an old end? Okay, thank you. I don't think we are going to, to resolve this matter yet tonight. And I'm looking at the time we still need to dispose the other matter of Ibrahim Mohamed with the former MM got cuts. Uh, then the term of this council is ending in the next six to five months. And this is the matter that uh, the mayor is on record to say he has been seized with matter prior to the council that started in 2016. He finished the term. That's what I heard him saying that. And then he finished the term, proceeded with the matter. Now it's five years later. The people in those nine villages being a 14,000 household don't have the electricity. That's, that, 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 that's, that's number one. And then we're waiting for the courts to decide on these matters. And then there's no dispute that the Mr. Paparanda, the service, the issue is about the amount that he claimed with regard to these uh, nine villages. That is the issue in dispute, actually. And then the, 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 the mayor is also saying there were times where the municipality takes responsibility because we delayed this matter unnecessarily by the kind of legal representatives that we have appointed. Then given this, and Honorable Kalipi um, and Honorable Pumza, they've raised the issue around the resolution, dispute resolution in terms of this IGR framework, because this is treasury project. And now the municipality is wasting its resources now to defend this matter, because that money you can use it to defend these matters. And then there's huge financial implication and the, the political strategy that comes out of that these communities that are supposed to get the electricity, you know, as we go to towards election, how the people behave, a lot of protests. I'm not saying I'm, I'm trying to invite a process. There's such possibility that if we were to go and talk to those communities that are affected, they will be telling us how unhappy they are. So, HOD, you are here. I see the Timbu, Dick, Mushana, they are here. We're still here. HOD, yeah. HOD, you are here. Mujaji, you are here. Is there a lot of you who are here? 
in this meeting, including the chief of staff is here. I'm of the view, you were here, you were listening, and the captain is here. The minister has just left. She left in between because she said she wanted to leave. But then also, Cocktail Nationally is here. I will say for us to close this matter in the meantime, we want as a committee of the view that this matter must be referred to you, a, a, a provincial Cocktail, and then Treasurer, the, the owner of the project. And then we want you to review this matters and report back to the portfolio committee. I'll give you a month to do that. So that, because there are things that we feel they're not adequately answered also by the municipal, you'll be able to look at those things, the pros and cons, the legal advices, because you hear the attitude of the MM. He seemed to, to have not even acquainted himself with the, with the, with the, the value chain, the entire value chain and certain things he couldn't answer. Then, Cocktail Nationally, you'll be able to support the province in dealing with this matter. And then you'll be able to report back to us. I think then also, I should say, there's a lot of unhappiness on the part of the committee members. Maybe out of that, a, a, a review and report from the province that can help us to determine a way forward. I think that's how one wants us to close this matter. Am I clear, HOD, do my listen? Um, yes, Chairperson, you're crystal clear. We've noted the way forward mm. that you've provided and the responsibility that you are portioning to the provincial courts. I think you will do likewise. Thank you, Chair. Am I clear the leader of the delegation that's uh, Mr. Mohale? Uh, good evening, Chairperson and members of the committee. Yes, the, the, the proposal or the assignment is, is noted and we will support the province, uh, both the Treasury and Coxta accordingly. And uh, a report yeah. will be that, uh, with our, our support uh, noted in, in that input. Thanks. Because our interest as the committee colleagues is for the people, because there was an expectation created to this 14,000 households that they will have electricity. And you know court cases, you see, this matter has been dragging from the previous council. This current council is going to finish its term. The matter not yet been resolved then we are not responsive to the needs of our people. That's why we're seeing that's the, the issue that we are dealing with. So we'll, we'll then close this matter on that basis. I'm glad uh, the, the directive is very clear to the parties that are involved. Then they will, re will review and report back to the committee in the next month. Then let's close this matter and then come back to the former MM of Ephraim Mohale. You were on the floor when you were cut. 
And then the mayor was still to answer the questions as raised by Honorable Mpums. Can I hand over back to you, MM? Thank you, Chairperson. My apology, my network just went off. Yes. I had, yes, uh, I had three questions that I had to, to answer. And I'll just go straight to them. Yes, the mayor was informed formally and informally with a letter that there was a matter with the VPS, there was a problem. But also, Chairperson, uh, the whole council was informed through the reports, the necessary reports, Section 71, immediately after a month preceding the investment. We never failed to report that matter. The other uh, am I audible, Chair? Yes, you are. Oh, I thought I'm off again. The other question, Chair, was, was I not aware? Chairperson, in answering this, I was aware of the MFMA, the section for primary bank accounts and the investment. But Chairperson, I think we indicated in the meeting uh, where municipalities met with the Honorable Minister, the then Minister of Local Government, Mr. Mkize, Honorable Minister Mkize, that uh, there was this issue of legality interpretation. And in terms of myself now, the issue of the regulation 2005 and the gray gaps that I mentioned earlier in relation to the policy, that was a problem with our municipality. And that's why generally I said I was not that aware, not that I was not aware of the, the investment uh, re- policy in terms of the MFMA, but the issues were... Th- the issue of the policy of the municipality was never aligned, was not compliant. And the issue of the regulation 2005, and Chairperson, I am raising these matters as I raised them before. Now, I think those were the questions, Chairperson, that I needed to answer. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, the mayor? Can you answer all the questions as raised by Honorable Mpumza? <clears throat> yes, uh, thank you, Chairperson. On the question as raised by uh, Honorable Mpumza, I think my initial statement still stands, uh, Chairperson, that when we, 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 the committee asked us about the, the the settlement or the golden handshake. Our take was that the portfolio committee was uh, meaning in terms of the monetary value. That then or the the, the former MMCAT as a as a as a point of settlement. Since hence today, when I started my presentation or my response to the portfolio committee. I mentioned that I misunderstood the content of the question. The issue that uh, was raised again by the honorable member, if whether I do respect, uh, or as council, we do respect the portfolio committee of parliament. We do respect any structure of government 
as in our case, we are also the 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 the, the, the other sphere of government. We respect every structure of government wholeheartedly. It's just that, like I indicated in on my opening remarks, that we did uh, uh, misunderstood the content of the of the question. We Maya, looked, you were not having the good challenges yourself. You can still put on your video. We didn't have network challenges at the time, or we're dealing with this. Okay. Can you put on your video? <clears throat> oh, thanks very much, uh, Madam Chair. Like I am saying that in my opening remarks, I indicated that as an institution, we did misunderstood the content of the question. And there was a issue of, uh, as raised by the honorable member, Mr. Pumza, that Pumza or Pumza, he will pardon me, that we do, do, do we respect the, the, the portfolio committee or the committee of government? Like I indicated that we do respect wholeheartedly any other structure of the of, of government. Uh, the issue that was raised uh, on the 17, we did misunderstood the content of the question. And I did apologize on behalf of the of the of the institution in my opening remarks. Thank you. Uh, Honorable Chairperson. You misunderstood the question and then you apologize for misunderstanding the question. That's what you say, because the question was that, then if you didn't hear the question properly, why didn't you ask what? The, the member was saying, but nevertheless, now that, because in a situation where in the MM, for instance, they didn't watch the proceedings and approached the committee to say this misrepresentation of facts here, it means then we're going to complete our report with that understanding that there's no settlement agreement. So in future, while we accept your apology, Honorable Mayor, when where you can't hear the questions, I think you are within your own right to ask the whoever put the question to you so that you are clear on these matters. But then at the same time, you were aware that there are litigations with the former MM around the settlement agreement. That's why, uh, though you misunderstood the question, you had that responsibility to divulge that to us, which you opted not to do at the time. But we don't know what were the reasons behind that. Because the follow-up question is we listen to the MM. There was a sanction that was imposed. You went through the DG with recommendation. Then the municipality opted to review, to review the judgment because Maybe it was based on the latitude of the amount that the municipality has lost, which was all fair and well. But then there was a settlement agreement that you entered into with the MM. And then the MM abandoned our court proceedings based on the fact that there's a settlement agreement that was entered to with your good self. That's what she's saying without getting into the merits then, what made the municipality then know, now not to honor the agreement as agreed between the parties? 
or was it an afterthought you later you did that without legal advice later on you realize or you were making a blunder you could have proceeded because there's the issue whether you like it or not the AG might also made a finding on, on this matter I'll have to go back and look at that to say you said you are putting the matter on review then there were costs to that effect later on you said no 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 let's settle the parties agreed to settle then later on again now you say no 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 we can't continue that settlement we're going back to our original position we continue to review the matter so then you are set, you are seated with these uh, legal matters that to, to us, they become unnecessary because you could have pursued your review process without entering into an agreement. We don't know what made you to them enter into an agreement that at the later stage, then you cannot honor. Maybe if that clarity can be provided because we can't leave these matters in and then we can be given that clarity, then we are able to then as and when we make our own recommendation, we are also informed by the decisions that we have taken. Can I hand over back to you, May? <clears throat> Thanks very much. Uh, once more, uh, Chairperson. On the response that was said to earlier to the portfolio committee, the the let me just get it. Pardon me for a while. Yeah, on page uh, three, our response as the municipality says that this new development by the Labour Court that it, it will no longer set down any matters on the roll for the oral hearing, and that matters will only be set down after April 2021. Led to the, the to the municipal council to start thinking uh, about settling the matter out of court. You remember that the issue of, of Mrs. Matevela uh, comes as long as from 2018, towards the end of 2018, when she was she was she was suspended, and the matter has been taken to financial misconduct board. Thereafter, she was suspended, but suspended with full pay. And uh, after the, the 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 disciplinary hearing. Once the council felt that the the, the 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 recommendation by the disciplinary committee was lenient as compared to the to the to the the, the case of investment to a mutual bank, not a commercial bank, a mutual bank, then towards the end of 2019, the matter was still at the labor court. And then when the Labour Court responded, I mean, uh, earlier uh, 2020, when the president put the country in a lockdown, that is when we, we realized the response from the Labour Court that uh, <coughs> the court that will no longer set down any matter on the role for oral hearing and that the matters will only be set down after April 2021, which is this month, this year led to the municipal council to start thinking about the settling the matter out of court. It was obvious that the matter will only be heard somewhere after April 2021. And here we are speaking developments of 2020 when the matter was still in at Labour Court coming back from 2019, uh, uh, Madam Chair. 
the municipal manager was still drawing her full salary with all the French benefits attached to her salary. There was also uncertainty as to when and how will the matter finally dispose of by the labor court, which meant that the municipality will still incur further legal costs. Plus also the issue that we were running the municipality with an active municipal manager uh, coming from all levels of the of the of the senior management, the municipal council then decided to look into the possibilities of settling the matter out of court, based on the developments of the <clears throat> when the the, the labor court indicated that uh, they won't uh, sit for the hearing up until April 2021. Then the on the tenth. December 2020, the, the municipal council resolved not to go ahead in implementing the settlement agreement on the basis of the letter from the Department of Treasury Limpopo, which wanted progress on the implementation of the recommendation from their investigation, which recommended that the municipality must recover from the municipal manager and then CFO all the monies invested to, with BBS. It did not make sense to cancel that there is a process to settle the matter and at the same time recovers monies from the same person it is settling. And whereas the municipal manager tendered her resignation on the 19th of October in 2020. So the matter that uh, drew the, the, the municipal council to consider uh, not implementing the settlement agreement was based on that uh, 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 issues as, as raised, uh, plus the issue that we were paying uh, the salary of a, of, of a municipal manager to any person who will be acting at that time, uh, vis-a-vis the legal cost and the salaries and the benefits that the, the, the former MM was getting. Uh, thanks very much, Chairperson. Okay, so the council later resolved that uh, you must abandon the settlement agreement. And the issue is around then now withdrawing the agreement. And the MM's case is that she's gone to court based on the fact that she resigned. If you didn't settle with her, she wouldn't have resigned. Then the mere fact that she resigned based on that there was a settlement agreement. Because I want you to, to explain this issue that you, you, you have put on item 21 on the NB. A settlement agreement has been signed, but not implemented. And no payment was made to the municipal manager in the form of a handshake, except her salary after her resignation. What were the terms and conditions of the settlement agreement? If one would have to ask that. Uh, let me refer the through your chairperson, if I'm audible. You are? Okay, let me refer the, 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 that question to 
I was trying to 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 check whether the MM is part. Okay, is part of the of the meeting currently. In case he's not part, uh, we are having the legal manager, uh, Mr. Molefe, to respond to that question through you, Chairperson. Mr. Molefe. Mr. Molefe. Uh, thank you, thank you, Honorable Mayor. Firstly, greetings to the Chairperson of the Portfolio Committee on Corporate Governance and Traditional Affairs, Honorable AF Mutambi a member of parliament and uh, greetings to members of the portfolio, honorable members of the portfolio committee and the uh, all protocol observed. There is a noise. Okay. Is it people uh, or is it television? Can you solve that first? Okay, my apologies. There's a little awkwardness coming from your part. Okay. Is it, am I audible enough? Yes. All right. My apologies for that, uh, honorable chairperson. The the terms of the settlement agreement are as well. I'm just going to read them on to record. The first term was without any admission of liability, the applicant shall pay to the second respondent. The second respondent in this matter, honorable chairperson, is the former MM. It said the applicant shall pay to the second respondent in settlement of the aforementioned dispute, an amount of one, two, nine, two, four, four, nine point zero zero, one million two hundred and ninety two thousand and four hundred and forty nine rents, being the second respondent's twelve months salary, less income tax in full and final settlement of the dispute between the parties. That is the first term of the settlement agreement. The next one was, the second respondent shall tender resignation immediately upon signature of this agreement. The third term was, the settlement amount in paragraph 1.1 above is to be paid directly into the into Ms. M. Matibula's banking account within 30 days of signature by parties and all settlement agreement having been made an order of court. The fourth condition was the settlement amount at paragraph 1.1 will not bear any interest if payment is made within 30 days, within the period stipulated in paragraph 13, which is 30 days. The fifth condition was in the event of failure by the, by the municipality to pay the settlement amount in paragraph 1.1, within the stipulated period of 30 days, the settlement amount shall accumulate interest after expiry of 30 days. The, fourth, the sixth condition was, should the applicant, the municipality in this respect, should the municipality fail to pay the settlement agreement in paragraph 1.1 within the stipulated period, the second respondent, which is Amatibela, may proceed with execution against the applicant to seek compliance with the settlement agreement or order of court, and the applicant will bear the cost of the execution on a party-party scale 
The seventh condition was the applicant will issue the second respondent in this matter refers to the former MM with a certificate of service within 30 days of signature of the settlement agreement. And the last condition of the settlement agreement was that the that each party to pay its own cost. That's the, the conditions containing the settlement of the honorable chairperson. And then what made you now to withdraw? Because when you, one reads this paragraph 21 on the side, paragraph 21 on the side reads, the council, municipal council on 10 December. So you had not yet paid within 30 days because it seems as if the the, the, the settlement agreement in paragraph 19 was signed by both parties on the 12th of October, meaning that by the 11th of November, you could have paid the MM the amount agreed upon to. So then you didn't honor the, that's why the MM tendered yes, recognition on the 19th, as you rightfully said in 20 in compliance with the settlement agreement. But then two months late, cancel result. Uh, to accept whatever, then there's a condition that is added there, the settlement agreement signed, and then you add additional things that were not in the agreement, as well as institution civil proceedings in terms of section 32.1 C and D in terms of the Municipal Finance Management Act. And then on the comment on the right part of the things you are saying, the Municipal Council resolved not to go ahead in implementing the settlement agreement on the basis of the letter from Limpopo Department of Treasury, which wanted progress from the investigation and then uh, which recommended that the municipality must recover from the municipal manager and the CFO all the monies invested to be VBS. It did not make sense that to cancel, there is a process to settle the matter at the same time, recover money from the same person it is settling with. But then, when you enter into this settlement agreement, the mere fact that the MM was charged was based on the report made by Treasury. Is one wrong? And then I should think then Treasury responded to a decision, having had that uh, you've settled, ignoring their, what they said in their report. Is one wrong? Because then how will you then settle or rest that you knew that this didn't make sense on the end? Why made you to settle the matter with the MM, knowing that? What made you to abandon the, the review? I'm not getting it very clearly. Because now at the same time, and then what made you not to pay the MM within 30 days? That's what. Already you were renegating from the agreement. 
That's why you didn't pay her within 30 days. It's agreed. Did you seek legal advice to settle with the MM? Safe to say that because the matter will be only set, be set down after April 2021. 20, and here we are, we are in April now. We wanted a shortcut of dealing with this matter. Now we are in the court now. You are litigating. This is the municipality that lost money that was supposed to render services to community, 87 million. Now you are wasting further money in litigating on matters that you concluded, I could say, prematurely or whatever. How do you account for all this? We are asking this because we are in overstructure. Something has not been right, looking at what, on the report itself. There's a lot of things that don't tally. Can you explain this so that we, no, it's written, it's what, but what made you then know how to change your minds, not to honor the agreements? Was there anybody who forced you to enter into these agreements? Then you realize, or you did that voluntarily, willingly. Those are the issues that we are concerned about. You are the legal person, uh, the, the, the previous speaker. You can talk to these matters because I should think council took your consent to, to do whatever they've done up to so far, Mr. Legal Person. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. On the issue of payment, why did the municipality not pay within 30 days period? It's, the, the settlement agreement was signed on the 12th of October. That was the last signature. Mm. But now the, the resignation was only tendered on the 19th of October. Mm. And the council set on the 10th of December. So the, the, the period between the 19th of October and the 10th of December, it's, it's, it's it, it, it still follows in the date days period. So the date date period had not expired at that point in time. The the when 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 settlement was 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 done, Chairperson, as the mayor has put it, uh, how are you calculating your days from the tenth of October? Can I ask how are you calculating your days? Tenth of November is a month. It's a thirty day period. From 10th of, oh, yeah. of November, 19th of October to 19th, 18th of November is a month. It's a month, yeah. Yeah, so, and then only cancel set in December. You are skipping the whole month of November. Yeah, my, so my, that, my that information is misleading, what you are telling us now. Take your dates. You don't say that the day period did not yet lapsed. That's incorrect. No, that's yes. incorrect. That's incorrect. Mm. Yeah. My, my apologies, Chairperson. And then because, you know, Council have got, if that was the issue and then you were prepared to honor the agreement, you could have called a special council. That's a matter that couldn't have waited for a normal council. Though, I don't know what the, was the extent of your council resolution when council say, Mayor, delegate, we're delegating you to deal with this matter. 
there was a council resolution that delegated the matter to the mayor to preside over the to oversee the GCP processes and the review matters. But then there was a lapse of time, and who did that? And is this person going to foot the bill of the court, whichever way the court decides? Proceed. But I wanted to show it to you that that thing of 30 day period was ah, incorrect. Mm. That 10th of December, of November, that's the issue. Was it an omission? Somebody didn't say this, all those kind of things that made cancel to take this decision. But at the same time, there was a report from which you are not sharing with us what Treasury said they needed progress. And there was an investigation report that said something. Proceed. Okay, thank, thank you. Yeah, proceed. Central around you is a legal person. Isn't that council relies on you for their decisions? Yes, yes, Chairperson. Mm. Mm, what, what happened was we, we the, the settlement agreement was signed on the 12th of, of, of October, as indicated. And then from there, it was processed internally and issue given to the MM so that it might it might sit before it must be sit before the council for consideration. So the the lapse of time between the between the 19th of October and 10 December, because I'm not I'm not in council, but I might not exactly know what might have happened during that period. But then the, the after it has been signed, it was sent over to the, to the, to the our principals, which is the MM, so that it can be facilitated through the, the council meeting. So. The the the, the councils about my being the person to know as to in the process what happened. But from where I'm sitting as the department, we had the, uh, the settlement agreement signed and hand it over to 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 our principals for, for consideration. Who was the acting MM as from the 28th of October when the MM resigned? October last year, the acting MM, I think the MM will correct me. I think it was Hopelo Pasha, if I'm not mistaken. I think the MM will correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Mr. Pasha. Chairperson, mm. may I hear? Yes. I got indicated earlier that we had a number of senior managers. Uh, uh, been assigned to act as, as, as municipal manager. Uh, we might not be clear about in terms of the date who was acting at that time. The, since the acting capacity has since started when the, the municipal council uh, decided to suspend then uh, MM or former MM uh, by the end of 2018. So hence we said... No, 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 no. Yeah. You're getting it wrong. Well, let's talk. You signed the settlement agreement on behalf of council with the MMA. Am I wrong? No, that's correct. And then when you signed, in the absence of the MM, it was you who was supposed to make sure that uh, with the support of whoever was acting would generate cancer, uh, agenda items to cancel. But you will agree that you tell us that you failed to do, to perform your task here under the circumstances. Because I couldn't have signed an agreement that is got a 30 day period thing, performance, and then two months lapse in between. 
and then you go later because that's where we wanted. You can't even blame it to the MM because you are the person that signed on there for cancer. You are the one that committed cancer. Though those things, because normally what when, when this happens, they are the subordinates that get appointed. Because every time of appointment of the acting MM, because the, the MM left on the 19th of October, there was somebody who, and I'm surprised because acting is also the prerogative of cancer. Unless that person acted without the prerogative, with, with what the council resolution from the 20th of October is what you are telling us then. Because on that council meeting, wherein an acting MM was appointed, is wherein that settlement agreement was supposed to have been processed. And you see, there's been a lapse of time. So, was there somebody acting from the 19th up to the 10th of December who acted without the authority of cancer? Uh, no, yes, I, I, I'm clarified. The, the current acting MM was the one who was acting at the time of the signed agreement, uh, Mr. Harry Parker. It is just unfortunate. I don't know if whether he disconnect or not. Let me check with him. Thanks very much. Colleagues, we can allow this to continue the way it's continuing. Then the meeting gets adjourned to look for an official who's nowhere to be found. It can't be. What if the man doesn't find him? What do you propose we need to do, colleagues? Honorable Mamkiza. Uh, maybe Sungai Misa. Maybe I think Chair, also we must send them back. Uh, sorry to interject there send them back uh, to to go and resolve those issues uh, of the outstanding amounts because they didn't meet the the targets uh, as set uh, in the in the legislation for 30 days for a 30 day payment and uh, you know so 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 i think that they must go back and resolve those issues uh, 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 amongst themselves while they are looking for each other because uh, we can't be waiting for those things uh, of deliberate uh, disappearance of people to account here. Otherwise, we, we might as well disappear ourselves, you know, and sit on our sofas there and things like that. Yes. Yes. 
I, I, I think that in, in seconding the other honorable members, we think that this municipality must go back and we give them a time frame of two months that they go back and look at resolving this matter uh, because it has been brought. This recommendation, I second, that they go back and uh, sit and resolve this matter, uh, all the outstanding issues they dealt with. The fact that the mayor would be looking for an officer that would not be coming and accounting disappearing is a matter that uh, the mayor must make that particular official to account and he must come back and report to this committee what step he has taken for an official that had disappeared instead of coming to account here in this particular committee, if he is indeed providing leadership and oversight in that municipality. That, that would be my take share. <laughs> And but the issue, uh, as you 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 you, have, I agree with you hundred percent. Something is not coming straight here. That's why it comes back to the issues that we raised to say there's been no truth to them. You remember we visited this municipality. I want the committee secretary to go back to the meeting. It's either it's prior to this so-called settlement agreement when we live there. And we raised the issue of settlement agreements to say we don't want to hear that. And then the municipality, or it was, they'd already done that because we need to check the date. When did we visit that municipality at the time? Remember, we raised this issue there. And then it's either that's when, when they saw us because the regional of them then uh, is not a valid reason because I'm asking the legal officer, you sign an agreement the MM leaves then somebody was 18. And my understanding is that when that person acts, it's after councillors consider this settlement agreement. That's what I'm saying. This paragraph 21 is devoid from the truth again. The same thing, because on the other end, there's a column of a treasury following up. Then was treasury informed that they already signed a settlement agreement? That thing doesn't come clean on that one. So. Can we then ask you to go back? Two months will be too long, Honorable Mpums. Because if this MM didn't come here to the picture with these matters, we could have concluded this report. I see some elements of dishonesty. That's why this 18 MM has run away from this meeting. There's something that he knows that is not telling us. And then before we made that decision, I think we'll again grant the mayor an opportunity to go back and make further presentation and clarify these issues that are not clear to us. And this time it doesn't need Cocta in the province, Cocta in the province doesn't need Cocta, it doesn't need anybody because this is their own way that's happening to catch them now, of not them, them being truthful. Yes, it's clear now. I, we met this municipality on the 15th of October. And at that time, already there was already an agreement for the settlement agreement. You can see we are being lied to you. We visited this man and we raised the issue of to say, and we assured that there won't be any settlement agreement. But they've not been honest with us at the point to say we'd already entered into a settlement agreement with them. They didn't do that. They didn't do that. That thing was never disclosed to us. I'm still going to ask the committee secretary to give us the minutes of, of, of oversight 
visit to that municipality. So you can see there's something that's not okay here. That's where we are. And I remember at the time us meeting the municipality, the MM was not there, but we would get the attendance register as to who was there in that meeting. I think it was as a security moving forward. So even where I'm sitting, a month is a long, it's too long for them because these are the things they need to go into. We're giving them an opportunity to go back and then revise these things of theirs and tell us exactly what actually happened. Because there's a classical case of misrepresenting of facts here when you look at these matters. So when is Tuesday, the week after next? Can you assist me quickly? Today is the 28th. Next week, Tuesday is the 27th. Yeah. We need to get that report latest by the 30th of April. It's too much time. I will have given them seven days. But I'm trying to align myself with the proposal of the other members to that effect. And then, unfortunately, if the mayor and the team don't come to the, we, not that we don't know what is our next course of action. Because this matters, then they become what they are. Then I think when they give us that report, we just have to meet as a committee and decide on a way forward. That's my take. Can I get an indication from members to say, by the 30th, we should get that revised report that talks to the detail. And the, we want the annexure of that letter from National Treasury, Provincial Treasury. Why did it actually say that made them? Because they did these things post our visit. Already when we came in, they, they could have come clean. They didn't do that. The mayor is still looking for your MM. Chairperson? Yes, ma'am. I can't find him, but can I just uh, clarify that when you visited us at Fetahomu Municipality on the 15th October 2021, we were already on 18 capacity for the position of MM. Then Director of uh, Planning and Economic Development, Mrs. Uh, Kentanis Toll, was acting as MM and she resigned towards the end of 2019. But you were there yourself, isn't it? Yes. That's correct. And you didn't disclose the presence of this settlement agreement? That's correct. Okay. Maybe you then have to write on the circumstances that made you not to disclose. 
then we'll take it from there. Uh, Chairperson. Yes. Pardon me. I believe that by twenty, by the end of twenty nineteen, uh, subject for corrections. Uh, we 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 never had any resolution indicating settlement, because the matter was in the labor court, like we indicated in our 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 report. By the no, time. No, no. The, Your report, as you read it, can I read it for you loud and clear? It's very clear. You said, unless if you didn't prove this report, we just send it for the sake of sending it to us, which is also very bad, Mayor, based on the sense that your report on its own says it has got paragraphs. You're measuring the sequences of events, what happened when. That's correct. Oh, yeah, you are very right. Sorry. It's October 2020, first our visit in 2019. But in 2019, we were there. You disregarded our recommendation to say, pursue these matters. It's like the committee never visited you. In essence, this is what is happening now. Because the settlement came a year after we visited you. And we've put our intentions very clear. That's why I'm saying maybe you need to explain yourself to that effect. Yes, Chairperson, thank you very much. Uh, by the time the mm. committee was, was visiting our... Don't do it now. Okay. Don't do it now. I want you to further down. You need to write down. I'm giving you up to, to the 30th to send that report to the committee. The people are exhausted now. We've exceeded the committee time by almost it's almost two hours. We shall have this meeting at 10. So we are almost towards midnight. You'll have to explain yourself. And then let me then, by the 30th, and all any other relevant information, the letter from Treasury, all those things that are there that you are referring to in paragraph 21. And the consequence of the council resolution to that. You signed without a council resolution, you appointed. Okay, that's the issue that one will have to understand that because ideally, council was supposed to have given you the power to sign the settlement agreement. It's like you signed it, later take it to council. That's the issue that is wrong. But we'll see that. And you'll also attach that copy of the settlement agreement on your report. So we'll end this meeting here. Let me then thank uh, the colleagues from the COCTA, the HOD from Limpopo with the team and the members of parliament and you, Mayor, and the t- you, because seemingly your team member has ran away. And then in that report, you must also write to us what steps have you taken for somebody who ran away from the meeting, who's supposed to account to the committee. I want to thank you for your time, and then you'll explain yourself. Then your explanation will also assist us in the further course of action, what we need to do. Colleagues, let me thank all of you for you who are still being here with us. 
meeting tomorrow evening. Thank you, Chair. The meeting is adjourned. Thank you, Chairperson. Bye-bye. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, DG of Limpopo. Sorry, HOD of Limpopo.